What is going on, everybody? It is episode 467 of Pop Culture Crisis. How y'all doing today? My name is Brett. I am here with my co-host. Would you introduce yourself, please? Hi, Crisis Actors. It's Mary. I realized today that we are coming up on Friday the 13th. Yes. Before Halloween. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't want to reveal who the guest is, if you guys don't already know, but it's it's very fitting for that day. I want to know what you guys are planning to dress up as for Halloween, if anything. Do you have a costume planned? I do, kind of, but I'm going to keep that to myself. You're waiting? Right now, yeah. So which of the ladies in the chat are going as either Lauren Boebert or <laughs> Tiffany Gomez? There are going to be, ask. I know there are going to be a lot of Tiffany Gomez costumes. Yes. Just because yeah. it's like, uh, it's stuff that every basic white chick has in her closet already. Yeah. <laughs> and they can pull their hair back. Pull the, your hair back, gold bun. hoops, high neck, crop top, leggings, and, or, oh no, she was wearing jeans. She was wearing jeans. Yeah. Is, is Brie, is Brie in the chat? She did, she did like the, the Yeah, that one, one was convincing. That was, that, that was, was very really convincing. Are you like, are you a dress, are you somebody that likes to dress up for Halloween? It was never my thing. I was a ninja every year when I was a kid. You just never I was always, had a different idea. I was either a ninja or a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, which are essentially oh, just... Oh, I remember now when we were watching the TMNT movie, there was this little kid dressed up as a, as a Ninja Turtle, and he had this little plastic sword, and yep. he was waving around. It was so cute. I would get my sword. So, so we would go to the state fair every year. Right, uh -huh. Minnesota has a big state fair. And they would all, there would always be the, the people that like have like the, like the carts that they can move around and sell stuff on. And one of the things that they would always be selling is like toy swords. Mm -hmm. So every year I would get a toy sword at the state fair and then that would be part of my costume nice. as a ninja every year. I think I saw photos of that, but yes. Um, <clears throat> I think last year, I think the winner was, I don't remember who it was, a girl here. I don't even remember who went as Kyle Rittenhouse. And it was. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember who it was. Wait, that wasn't last year though. Yeah, it was, I believe so. Or was it the year before? I definitely didn't see that. Okay, I thought it was last. I would have remembered that. Somebody, somebody last year, I thought went as Kyle Rittenhouse, and it made me, it no, made me lol. Okay. It did. Uh, I was Marie Kanker from Ed, Ed and Eddie. Okay. Oh yes, yes. Okay. So, you, so Tim you thought was that. funny because he was like, "You weren't even alive when that show came out." Yeah. Uh, you know, to, to Tim must have had cable. I didn't have cable <laughs> growing up. That was like there was some reference on an episode of IRL to like uh, some Nickelodeon show. And I just, I, was I don't remember, but I'd never seen it. Cause I'm just like, really? didn't, sorry, I was poor. <laughs> I was poor and I didn't have cable, bro. No one didn't have against it. you. <clears throat> Guys, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. So there's this great article that came out. Elon Musk, he threatened to go scorched earth <laughs> on Warner Brothers if they didn't make sure to keep Evil Amber his Heard. Waifu. The, yes, he like, his waifu. Yes. Don't you dare take my waifu out of Aquaman like, 2. You leave my personal waifu in the film. He's like, he's, well, no, you know what it is? He's probably like, look, she's already planning her cosplay, her, her cosplay for me. I can't have you, have you screwing it up by taking her out of the movie. She won't want to do it if you take her out of the movie. So he, he wrote a stern letter in which he threatened to... <laughs> But what did he say? He said burn, uh, burn the house down. Yeah, he was going to burn the Warner Brothers house down. So we're going to talk about that. Yeah, that's, we 
we're going to talk about it. So we're going to talk about that. There's a whole bunch of other yes. stuff that came out in this article. Some we knew already about Amber Heard. Some we didn't. But it's very interesting. So we will discuss that. We're also going to talk about director and producer Larry Charles, who, if you don't know, he he worked on Seinfeld. He worked on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Curb Your Enthusiasm. He is also the direct and Borat, and he's also the director of the new movie Dicks the Musical. Yes, that is its real name. It's a stain uh, on the human race. Yes. It's an atrocity. It's a crime. And, and he's got stuff to say about the cost of movie making and the ethics behind the cost of movie, movie making. He also wants to use the word God and then also a slur. Uh, so we're going to talk about all of that as well as this um, this Megan Thee Stallion song. Yeah. That Megan is, Thee Stallion uh, is one of the characters in, in Dick's The Musical. And she has a song in the musical that literally calls for the um, removal, removal of all males yep. on the planet. We are also going to talk about the fact that <laughs> Drake felt he had to respond to Andrew Tate, who decided to make fun of uh, Drake's manhood because of where he was born unfortunately he didn't have a he choice can't help in being canadian it's not his like he didn't call him a frost back but he was pretty close he's pretty close so we're going to talk about that we've also got some other stuff there also we've got a new conspiracy theory for you ladies and gentlemen did you know that it is completely plausible that all of these videos of britney spears do doing her knife throwing acts that keep cutting her and scraping her it's possible it all could be fake that it could be ai and she is where who, who in a knows? dungeon somewhere i saw that she took uh, somebody's private jet to an island uh she went is on, she a on little saint james island she, she's on some private island to get away from the is the she uh, retiring in argentina yes also, oh, oh wait, by the way, I saw the people in the chat yesterday talking about the McRib and, and Mary just went down a McRib like rabbit hole. Yeah. I didn't know the history of the McRib until you started talking about it all through there. Googling but, McRib <laughs> history. Yeah. And, That's what uh, the internet is made for. I, I have to admit, I don't think I've eaten a McRib since I was like a, a child, but uh, I feel like people feel the same way about the McRib as they do about like the shamrock shake. Whenever it comes back, they get very excited, except the shamrock shake. Yeah, but shake. you can rely on the shamrock yes. shake. With the McRib, they're always keeping you on your toes. You never know when the last time you're going to have one yeah. is. So is it supposed to be brought back permanently on the menu I this time? Or not. is it just a limited Probably a limited thing, thing right there. That's how they get you, right? They're like, come back in for a limited time. It's like when they bring back Monopoly. Like, I'm going to fall for it. I, I'm pretty sure my family, like if, if you did, if somebody did like a chart of my family's McDonald's consumption, whenever they did the, the McDonald's Monopoly game, <laughs> I bet you if you looked at a chart, the, the, the McDonald's went up. Yeah, I fall for every scam, every <laughs> See, Gen Z. employee these days. Like they just introduced a sweet and spicy jam sauce with the McNuggets. That sounds very. I'm good. gonna buy it. Yeah, take my money. <laughs> yeah, and also you're a you're a fan of McDonald's and the McDonald's iced coffee. coffee, and I don't care what anyone says about it. You know, they say that it's not good enough quality. I'm sorry. Ninety nine cents. It's ninety nine cents before eleven a.m. Like you literally can't beat that. That's the cheapest iced coffee yeah. on the market right now. And it's not pumpkin spice, which is good. And it's it's 99 cents any size. Yeah. It took me a minute to figure that out. You were like, getting like crazy. a small and then they're, yes. they're, they're like, don't you want a bigger one? I know. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's insane. So guys, before we get started, would you hit the like button on this video? Would you subscribe to this channel if you have not subscribed already? Please 
Thank you very much. Uh, turn the notification bell on so you can be notified anytime one of these episodes goes live or a new segment goes up. Remember to share the video with your friends. We want other people coming in here and hanging out. Also remember, all Super Chats, $20 and over. We will interrupt the discussion. We will read them right then and there. And from what I understand, there are people that are upset with me about my stance on Mocha the Derpy Cat. So, you know, I'm not going to address it unless you choose to yell at me about it in that fashion. I'm just saying, like, the, the cat is derpy. It's not my fault. I, I don't make the rules. I feel like I'm not in on the joke here. It's fine. It's fine. You don't need to be in on it. Okay. You, we've already commented on this. It was from when Willie Mack was here. You know, they're, they're, they don't feel like I defended the cat enough. That was the catalyst. Yes. Get it? Yeah. The catalyst. I got it. And also, I heard other people slandering okay. the name of Green Olives, which is just abhorrent. Mocha is a black cat, right? Yes. Do you think that black cats speak in cat ebonics? No, no, I don't. Uh, I, I think that the cats, if anything, they're probably just more, like, angry, I feel like. Okay. The one, I, the, the one we had, I, we had, my family had a black cat, angry all the time. Also, there are... Uh, Always tons of black cats that go missing leading up to Halloween. Okay, yeah, that's, so I keep your outdoor cats inside. I have a story about that. Okay, so one time I used to, so I used to work at a at a gas station, and this is why where the angry comic comes because they were always pissed. So there was, um, I used to work at a gas station like a half a block from my house, right? And so I would walk to work, uh, to and fro, and <laughs> so in between my apartment building and the and the in the gas station was a funeral home. Okay. So one night I'm walking home from work, it's dusk, and there's seven black cats in the parking lot of the funeral home hissing, oh. and I'm like, I don't even think that symbolizes anything, but it can't be good. Yeah, that's that's frightening. Yeah, it was it was creepy. Like they were all mad. They were like they were like other people were walking by and they were all hissing at them and it was like it was like a, probably a full moon. It was bad. It was bad times, man. Like it was not good. We we had my family had a very very um, unhappy black cat named Lawrence Bud Melman. That, what? Yes. Seriously. Seriously. Is that what? What is? I believe that? it was. A, I believe that was somebody who would recur on the David Letterman show back in the. My mom named. Okay. Him. My mom named him, and the cat clearly hated the name because he wanted to to take my mom out any chance he could. Damn. Yeah. He's not. Okay. He's not friendly. He was not friendly. Maybe that's where my um. Maybe I look at Mocha and I see it the cat. It brings up your to... childhood trauma from Lawrence Bud. What Mel was that? Mel Melman. Mel Melman. Yeah. So maybe maybe <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Maybe I look at at Mocha. But you Mocha. would just call it Lawrence. Yeah. I I could. Yeah. I. I he was very mean. He was very mean. <laughs> All right, guys, let's go ahead and get started, shall we? So we got a couple of big announcements first things first. Skittles are banned in California starting in 2027. At first, Based. I thought this was a headline about mm -hmm. Canada, and I thought that makes sense. They're regulating the shit out of everything in Canada, yep. but I, I, I'm surprised it's in the U.S. No, it's California, so it, it makes perfect sense, actually. They, <laughs> well, but I, I see that the U.S. has the least food regulations of any developed wealthy nation. It says, food goods that contain potassium bromate, uh, I don't, uh, propyl paraben, and brominated bro vegetable, vegetable oil. oil. The toxic seed oils yes. are banned the in California, and... Red dye, which is known Red. to be toxic. Hey, this might be uh, 
here's a great example what? of okay so you know how we talk about how like um conspiracies and like old wives tales like they always like spread without the internet long before marilyn manson mm -hmm. had a rib removed okay so a mcrib was, he had a mcrib he had removed. a mcrib removed there's marilyn a 20 manson. there's a 20 dollar one there from ryan the eating warrior he says every oh i don't even know how to pronounce that um, everyone knows oh from kajite the accent from the game skyrim okay possible but also like uh depends if, on the if movie mocha were human mocha would have a speech impediment because it's pot i'm not gonna i'm not gonna comment i'm gonna i'm switzerland on this topic right. <laughs> they think they think i don't like the cat i just say that he's derpy is all i'm saying uh and there's a 20 dollars one here from dj Midros says for halloween i'm thinking less grossman or lincoln osiris i i think for me this year what I'm gonna go as a podcaster, but I'm gonna go as like a as like a bar stool podcaster. So I'll wear okay. the sh the shorter, sh you know, I'll wear the white socks with the with the with the shoes, and then the like the shorts, the that, chubs, the the shoots, the shoes that come above the, the shorts that come above the knees. I'll have the backwards white hat on rather than the backwards blue hats, uh -huh. and the shirt will just be a, a little bit smaller. Are and you gonna carry around one of those? karaoke mics that they use maybe well no that or like what i'll do is i'll get us recline i'll get us recliners in here okay how about that like that way we lean it because you know wow that was just my uh money gun was, that was malfunctioning that, was, there. that was the demons that are coming out and we'll get recliners in here so we can sit like I'm this and be like what do you think her body count is feeling some sinister energy yeah. in the studio right now yeah that's what i'm that's what i'm thinking so uh that as a as a podcaster or could just go as like elon musk and and carry around a picture of amber heard in the co in the <laughs> in the overwatch costume yes that'd be good uh but you know oh but uh, back to what my point was that um so one of the old wives tales now now i have no idea if this ended up to be true was that you didn't want to drink mountain dew because it contained yellow five and yellow five shrank your dick that was what they said I've never heard that theory chat, before. Chat, chat, are you with me? Did people say this in your schools? Did anybody in uh, you say that if you drank Mountain Dew that had yellow five, that it was going to shrink the size of your penis? Um, that's what they said. Never that's, heard that That's one. what they said. Uh, no one likes Skittles, right? No. That People don't like Skittles. Uh, people in the chat are saying M&Ms. M&Ms over Skittles any day. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They're but they're seen. just going to switch it to some other equally toxic ingredient. So likely. Um, Doesn't really matter. It's, but it's California, and you know they have to they have to assert their control over people. Yeah. All right, guys. This is kind of oh no, this is not a big announcement. This is a great announcement. Supposedly, ladies and gentlemen, Ezra Miller will no longer be playing the Flash in the DCU. Shocking. I Imagine know. My Imagine shock. my shock. Imagine my shock. If only we could get Paul Joseph Watson on here to talk well, about. Well, what we need is a soundboard like, with Paul Joseph Watson on it. What do you think Paul yeah. Joseph Watson's opinions are on Ezra Miller? Do you think he's made a video? Is there I a, bet that he has. Do you think there's a Paul Joseph Watson Ezra Miller video? L let me look that up. It's I don't know. It seems like something that he would be impassioned about. I, I feel like he would have some some great takes <laughs> on that. Does he talk about pop culture though? Uh, I don't really. Th I, I mean, all the stuff I ever watched of him was always political, so I don't. I can't say for sure. I'm not finding anything here. Uh, uh, no, they're saying somebody says it was your sperm count that Yellow Five did that too. Okay. Yep. Yep. Now, a Courier 626 says Mountain Dew gives you shrinky dick. 
Okay. See? There you go. So Ezra Miller's gone. This is looking like Skittles throw up, this uh, illustration here. Yes, it kind of, actually it really does, doesn't it? It's, it's kind of gross. Uh, so we'll have who to see. Who would you who... like to see playing the role? I Nobody, because I don't care about The Flash. Yes, well, I, I would like them, like honestly now, just to finish the story, I would like to see them give Grant Gustin a chance to do it on the big screen. The, the, the TV Flash actor. They probably won't. He's too old that. now, probably, but... Yeah. It would have been great to see them do that. Uh, yeah. So, uh, oh, ne negative YouTube says Paul Joseph Watson doesn't care about baby movies. Well, we weren't really talking about him in the context of his movies. We were baby talking movies? about about uh, Ezra Miller and the fact that he was a you know baby kind of a, movies? a mega creep. That's Is a, the Flash a baby movie? It's a baby movie. Okay. Yep. All he right. does put babies in microwaves. He did do that in the movie. <laughs> and, then, and then they played it for laughs at the end. All right, guys. I've got another announcement here. I posted about this on X yesterday. Oh, my God. I'm starting to incorporate it into my speech pattern. I posted about this on Twix slash Twitter slash X yesterday. Michael Mann has confirmed that the next movie he's going to make after Ferrari is Heat 2. Now, Mary won't know and won't care about this because... Uh, Never saw the first the one. The first one came out before you were born. Yeah. Um, but Heat is my favorite movie of all time. And what he's done is he wrote a novelization of the film, uh, like a prequel novelization of the film that came out last year. And that's what he's saying that the script for the prequel will be based on. And he just worked with Adam Driver in the movie Ferrari. And they're talking about possibly having Adam Driver play young uh, Neil McCauley, who is, that's uh, Robert De Niro's character. And he's the bad guy, in mm -hmm. the, the bad guy in the initial, in the initial one. So like, it, I'm not a huge fan of this idea. One, because it was made at just such a perfect time for the Hollywood crime thriller genre, meaning that it was very real. <clears throat> it was very, very graphic. It was very, very um, unkempt is almost the word. It's beautifully shot. It's beautifully choreographed and directed, but the movie just has a more visceral feel that I just don't think they would be able to capture now. Uh, I do agree, however, somebody said yesterday there at least one TV will have to be pushed out of a car. If you know, you know. He put throws a TV out of the car in the movie. But uh, like the, they also talk about how in the, in the um, novelization, it talks about how his cr the crew of criminals, which is Macaulay Shaherlis, which is an impossible name for me to pronounce, but Christopher Shaherlis uh, and, and Michael Trito, the guys he worked with, which was like Tom Sizemore's character, Val Kilmer's character, uh, and, then, uh, and then Robert De Niro's character, like they all worked together prior to this movie being made, right? They were already a crew of robbers. So I guess the, the book, which I have not read, um, it follows them as they're like coming into their own as a robbery crew and it follows uh, the main detective. So it follows Vincent Hanna as he's rising through the ranks of the Chicago Police Department. So it won't even take place in Los Angeles. Most likely it would take place elsewhere and I just, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see what they do to it. And I, it's not like Michael Mann does prequels. That's not really, it's not like he does sequels to his movies or anything like that. And he's made more than a few movies that I love between like he, he made collateral collateral. is one of my favorite movies of all time. And I just don't think this needs to be made. And some people disagreed with me. They were like, look, uh, I trust Michael Mann to make it. And I'm just like, just make a, another crime thriller like i liked my, i liked his miami vice movie i'm beginning I, like I'm the to only think one. that any movies not based on an ip or not um that that aren't prequels spinoffs yeah. sequels 
etc. They just can't get approved in Hollywood. He's now. but he's one that could. He's he's a legacy director. He's I mean he's not like a he's not like a Martin Scorsese, but he's absolutely an auteur director that can get the approval to make the movies that he wants to make. Just if he not goes with for the it. budget that he would maybe so, want like he made like collaterals one of my favorite movies of all time and i love the miami vice movie which is actually nothing like the miami vice tv show i think if they gave him <laughs> what, another <laughs> what do you think of the trend of uh guys starting to dress in miami vice style let's go for it let's go let's uh like as their daily <clears throat> wardrobe i'm i'm here for it i mean i couldn't pull it off it's like i'm i'm not here for it to be honest it's like you watch any you're not a fan no not a fan what don't you like about it I don't know. It just seems it just super LARPy. <laughs> yeah, because it like, um, well, it depends on their age, right? Because if it's young kids, it's not LARPing. It's just that's the, how the style has evolved. If it's older people, like are we talking people my age, like in their know. late 30s? I, I think like younger guys are thinking. Okay. I mean, if you go to, if you go to Miami, if you go to Miami, like you'll see, if you go to Florida, you'll see people in white pants for real anyways. Like it's not just uh, a LARP. I don't know. But, you know, I I say go for it. I say go for it. It's not my style. I wouldn't be able to pull it off. That's I've, what you should do for Halloween. Go as uh Yeah. Oof. That's that's actually a really really good idea. Yeah. I could go as uh yeah. You're rethinking everything. Sunny. I definitely could, I could do definitely that. go definitely as Definitely do that. As Sunny. Uh <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 actually down for that. Let's let's mm -hmm. uh, Oh, but okay, so when when he does it in I don't remember cuz I didn't watch the TV show but I love the movie. So he's got just a huge mustache in the I can't pull off the the mustache. Just get a fake one. Just put a fake mustache yeah. on. It's great. The best thing about that movie too is like <clears throat> It was like 2006, and I just I don't know what I expected them to be wearing, but they're wearing these oversized suits that would almost work on the what the like what Justin Bieber is wearing today. Yeah, like I rewatched that movie fairly recently, and I'm like, why is his suits? Like, cause the shirt underneath, because they're you know it's Miami, so they're wearing the business jacket, but they got like the the tight shirt underneath. So the jacket and the pants are huge, and the shirt's like skin tight, and it's just it, it's just really funny. I I love that movie. I love that movie. So. All right, guys, what's going on with Lana Del Rey? Okay, there was this viral video of an insane crowd surge that happened <laughs> at a Lana Del Rey concert like a month ago. And for some reason, everyone attributed this to some kind of like witchcraft, like energy that was sent through the crowd to injure people like oh i remember that okay that's not recent they, though that happened a while that, ago yeah that video went viral when it happened but then this this tiktoker made a video about it saying that, she's a religious tiktoker i don't know essentially she was accusing lana del rey of witchcraft, witchcraft and being the the cause of the crowd surge so Let's play that video real quick. Lana Del Rey has been open about practicing witchcraft, and y'all look what happened at one of her concerts. This stuff is so real. They just felt like dominoes. <laughs> this is not normal. Okay, that's not a mosh pit. This man right here. I like the music. I'm imagining picks. mosh pits at a Lana concert. <laughs> what would a, what would a, what what song? Off if, to the it, races. Is that is that the yeah. name of a song? So if yeah. there was a song that you moshed to at a Lana concert, that's what it would be. Yeah. Okay. But 
whatever witchcraft Lana Del Rey is doing, the spells she's putting on her music to make it attractive, is Sam those demons Smith are being invited helping? into the crowd and into you when you attend. These demons will destroy your life. How do I know? Because people come to me for deliverance to get rid of the demons that they get through stuff like this. There's a reason the Bible tells us to stay away from witchcraft. It's because God loves you and he's trying to protect you. Please give your life to Jesus. He is the one who frees you and protects you. And for the love of everything, please stop going to this stuff. If you so if you if you go to a Lana Del Rey concert, you are opening yourself up to demonic possession. This Back says. foul demon. Lana saw this on her FYP and responded saying, bitch, I know the Bible verse for verse better than you do. P.S. You're giving off super gremlin energy, not in a good way. This has got to be a little bit difficult for you, <laughs> given that you are religious and you're also a very big Lana fan. Is that difficult? Is that I, difficult? I don't see the contradiction there. Who's, uh, so, so whose side are you on here? I, I don't know why she thinks Lana is a witch. I don't remember Lana Del Rey ever saying outright that she practices witchcraft. She's, so yeah, they're just, so she, you're saying that she's like just asserting this without it necessarily being true? Uh, I mean, yeah. Because she's saying that she's, oh, she's a been A TikToker is not it. going to save you from demonic possession. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Most, yeah, like imagine like, because uh, wouldn't that be like the, uh, forgive me for my lack of knowledge. She's like, people come to her and ask her for, yeah, for, for deliverance. Wouldn't, wouldn't they go to a priest for exactly, that? Exactly, exactly. Isn't but that kind of blasphemous? Didn't she say uh, young people in New York are turning to psychics instead yes. of therapists? Here, I, I found this article earlier today. Yes. Uh, where did it go? <laughs> but my point New is New Yorkers like, are ditching therapists for psychics. Quote, I just kind of I gave just up. I just kind of gave up. <laughs> like, people are losing their faith in therapy, which is a good thing, and then turning to witchcraft, which is a bad thing. Yeah. How about neither? This is his <laughs> area, Diamore. Uh, Diamore says uh, she's an artist and model living in Jersey City, was dissatisfied with therapy for nearly 30 years, so she decided to seek guidance from an intuitive healer. Yeah. Uh, practicing tarot cards and astrology. See, this is what's going to get you demonically possessed. Also, crowd surges are a phenomenon that has been like scientifically researched, and it's normal for that to happen at any yeah. gathering of people. Like, oh, I, I'm just finding it funny that there would be a mosh pit at a Lana concert. Seeking a therapist every week is like a habit. Like, they want you to keep coming back. Well, of course they do. They make money off of you being dysfunctional and not resolving your issues. Seriously? Like this this cannot be a surprise to her that But she, also that... psychics will profit off of your dysfunction oh, yeah, absolutely. just as much. Yeah, but they'll say but it's just entertainment. Yet they don't have to get licensed to do what they do. Yes, they do not. So, so. so. The divide will lead to to disconnect at best and judgment at I, worst. Okay, I saw uh, signs on the side of the road around this area for a long time last year advertising a psychic. Yeah. And every time I saw one, I swear, I pulled over and I took it away and I put it in my trunk. And I ended up stealing probably like 40 of these signs. I'm not kidding. Like every single one in rapid succession because i drive around a lot i see them i see when they pop up again 
So she's Wait. just trying to catch up. Whoever that psychic was was trying to catch up with me just <laughs> as fast as I was taking them down. This is all like the same person. Yeah. It's just like you are. On it a was vendetta. all the same number. See, so I, I, I was on a funnier. vendetta taking all of these signs down, and eventually she just stopped trying. I won. I the the funnier version of this is if this was a movie the funnier version of this is not that it's not your religious convictions you just don't like this particular psychic I just, like she cut in front of you at a grocery line one time and you followed her and got her number and then just like found out what she did for work she no she like told my fortune i didn't like it <laughs> and decided she was a fraud uh, no, but these people are frauds and a lot of therapists are frauds not all but it says before uh this is a lot of people have been seeking out more into the unknown and more kinds of healing from different modalities including tarot astrology and all other ones what's funny is like it's like what it is it's like a weird so here's your here's your faith mary here's here's your christianity or your, mm -hmm. or your buddhism or whatever it is and you work your way down you're you know you're in your 20s you're you're pushing back against your family you're working your way down you've reached therapy now because you're in your 30s now uh -huh. uh, and then you're all the way back to the other side and now you're here at tarot cards and, uh, and and psychics and then maybe once you hit 50 or maybe 60 you'll, you'll finish you all the way back on the other side and you'll be back to your faith mm -hmm. growing up or something like that it's like you're <laughs> Although it's like someone the, someone said that's illegal guys i know it's illegal i don't care <laughs> but um also it's illegal to to uh set up those signs on the side of the road anyway so is that true yeah is that true? Yeah. I, I have no idea. I, see, I mean, I see people picking them up all the time off the roundabouts here. People who put That's like... That's why like politicians have to take down their signs after elections because they're, they're not allowed to keep them up. Because um, I see the um, I see the ones like... Because like, this area has a lot of roundabouts and I see the ones for like open houses for... for yeah, uh, I would find the psychic signs on those roundabouts on the side of the road, different places, and I would just take down literally all of them. And throw them in the dumpster. Okay. All right. I, I, I like the idea that what they need to do is these two need to mutually benefit each other. And they need to go and um, see a priest together and a tarot card and have a tarot card reading together. So have Lana visit the priest and have her visit the... I'm pretty sure Lana is Catholic, is actually. Catholic? I've already looked into her history. You know she was should... like raised Catholic. They could, do a, they could do a great thing where they, um, where they go to Waffle House together. To, to bridge the gap to bridge the gap and they and they talk about their it's not differences. a waffle house it's a waffle home and as this is happening they're having this d deep discussion a chair goes flying past them and, and waffle house <laughs> wendy catches the chair whatever happened to waffle house wendy i don't know I, I remember they tried to hire her like she wanted to go to another location they wouldn't hire her. she had her own tiffany gomez moment she did in a lot of ways whatever happened to waffle house wendy i think she just got fired which is insane uh yeah like why would she deserve to get fired for like i love i forgot herself? she was on uh she was talked about on tucker carlson that's that's the great i love when tucker does stuff that has nothing to do with anything I know. like you can just tell he's just, that's why he got kicked off fox yes we know he yeah he talked about waffle house wendy and they were like he's he's going too far yeah waffle house wendy fired a year after viral fight video goes uh, after fight video goes viral okay maybe she was fired for something else then <laughs> She like she. But she was totally justified in her actions. Yep, she absolutely was. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, we have an update on the story from yesterday that we forgot to mention. Did you know that, given everything that's going on in the Middle East right now, um, Mia Khalifa, she was fired. Yes. 
I thought that she was fired from some kind of like shroom microdosing. No, she was fired from Playboy. Company, but yeah, Playboy fired her. I actually, I think I pulled up I've got the, their statement. They had to put out a whole statement oh, about well, it. Well, I'll read what they, they said, said to uh, her. We're writing today yeah. to let you know of our decision to terminate Playboy's relationship with Mia Khalifa, including deleting Mia's Playboy channel on our creator platform. Over the past few days, Mia has made disgusting and reprehensible comments celebrating Hamas attacks on Israel and the murder of innocent men, women, and children. At Playboy, we encourage free expression and constructive political debate, but we have a zero-tolerance policy for hate speech. We expect Mia to understand that her words and actions have consequences. If you expect Mia Khalifa, of all people, to understand that, you're barking up the wrong tree. We included the letter we shared with Mia below. And uh, they, yeah, they also posted the screenshot of that email. They said to her, Playboy has always been a champion of free speech. We have fought in the courts for the rights of all people to speak free from any governmental in interference. For 70 years, we have highlighted different viewpoints in the, in the pages of our magazine, on our websites, in the symposia that we've hosted, and from the thought leaders, creators, and artists we've platformed on our various forms of media. We also have mm -hmm. no place in our company nor on our platforms for speech that is hateful and dehumanizing. Your we recent statements celebrating Hamas attacks um, are disgusting and reprehensible. Consequently, we are hereby permanently terminating you from the Playboy creator platform and ending all other business dealings we may have with you. We want to be very clear. We respect your right to free speech. We also expect that you understand that how you use your speech has consequences. Today, we are calling you out on your hate mongering and severing all ties with you. We will also be letting our creator community know of our decision. With I a heavy heart for the victims, Playboy. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy that Playboy has claimed a moral high ground in this day and age. I wonder if this means she'll just go to Harvard. Um, does Harvard still support her or have they? No, Harvard is uh, like there's been a lot going on right now about pro-Palestine groups at Harvard in okay. the last couple of days. She so. was platformed at Oxford. Are yeah. they going to denounce Prob her? Probably not. <laughs> as well? Probably not. Uh, yeah, that is that is crazy. But at the same time, not all that hard to believe. I don't feel bad for her. I'm, I don't even care about like her statements. I wasn't reading her t her tweets or yeah. anything. I don't care, but um, it'll never it'll never not shock me that somebody who would be absolutely like taken out by the people she's defending is cr that's insane to me. Right, it is. That's insane to me. I don't know. Like my favorite was the meme that says like it says like it shows the the meme that says like it's the people holding the sign that says queers for Palestine and it says like chickens for kfc yeah like it's exactly. just it, i just wonder where that disconnect comes from for a lot of people but i don't know um what do you want to see first cute or cringe of the day um let's start with cute okay we got a couple of cute of the day also guys if you want to submit for cute of the day you can do that now hashtag pcc pets on twitter tag me in it so i can always get a get it and tag uh at pop culture underscore show uh this one is from grumpy gus he says here's a smile from buddy aka schmoopy schmoopy cute dog Shmoop, schmoopy looks very happy he's very cute uh, Olivia Claire in the chat says, I'll submit Mocha. I said, I, I can't, I can't, um, I can't guarantee I'm actually going to accept Mocha. I'm sorry. Chloe is fine. I'll accept Chloe. I'll always accept Chloe. Chloe is adorable. But yeah, you know, 
It's just what it is. Uh, also, guys, we got one more here. This is from Shane H. Wilder. He says, here's a throwback PCC pets for you. I was digitizing some, some of my mom's old photos and found two of my dad right after they got married and at least a decade before I was born. He spent an afternoon chilling with a crow. I was also included in more uh, one more of their old uh, no-tail man... Uh, I don't know what that means. Manxes? Squeak. Okay. So here they are. He's just chilling with a crow. Amazing. <laughs> okay. That's an amazing photo, actually, yeah. with the kid in the background. And back then, you only have one one try at yeah. taking that photo. Yeah, you're lucky. No retakes. Aw. Cute. This is very cute. All right, let's do cringe of the day, ladies and gentlemen. I think I mentioned this yesterday. This is the Roblox streamer who got ghosted by this girl due to his dirty room. His dirty gamer room. It says her dirty room, but it's a guy. It's a guy. It's yeah. a guy. Um, here we go. Cleaning my whole room. Yesterday, I got stood up by a girl. <laughs> Now, I even chased all the roaches out of the room. This little guy was hard to catch, but I did get him eventually. Ew. I cleaned up the entire floor, most of it, and it was basically just generic, typical mess that you'd see in a gamer's room. So it really wasn't that bad. It wasn't extreme. It wasn't pushed the limits. And I sent her pictures, and she even seemed impressed with the cleaning. Oh, great. <laughs> Maybe you can win her back. So I think what really threw her off might have been, honestly, guys, I can't figure it out. I think maybe <laughs> it could have been like the desk just not being clean enough. I don't know what her standards were. I even showed her that. I was like, yo, I got a second chair. You can sit on this chair. We can play games. He's a gentleman. Yeah. Together, play League of Legends. This is chivalry I my in 2023. As you say, Mary, how would you, like, if, if, you were, if you were single and a guy was like, hey, do you want to come over? And he showed Hang you this room. Hang out with my, my roaches and my rats. And, and my rats. Like, I've got an extra chair for you. Like plenty of how Cheeto you, dust to go around. How could you say no to this? <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna lie. After I watched this, I viscerally got up and cleaned my entire living space. <laughs> like good I, for you. I was like, I think maybe she didn't like the rats, but they're in a cage. So what's the big deal? I showed her old pictures of me. It felt like we were really clicking. Oh. Um, I told her about the glow up I had, and I showed her my bed sheets because you know most people clean their bed sheets once a year. Mm. I actually clean my bed sheets every three months. So these sheets... He's ahead of the curve, yeah. Mary. Basically, like, they're fresh, and they smell good. So if you guys have any advice for me, leave it in the comments. I think she was just a dud. Yeah, it was her fault. Yeah. It was very clearly you her fault. You deserve better, King. <laughs> like, don't stop until you know your worth. That's what they, that's what they <laughs> You're say. You're perfect just step the way in, you are. Step into your confidence, <laughs> as, as they say. <laughs> Uh, as they say i do like manic cleaning videos on youtube is that like a thing cleaning that you... content mm -hmm. <sighs> it's just satisfying to watch but i don't want my room to look like that yeah yeah do you uh are you do you are you like a schedule cleaner or do you clean intermittently like like as like know. a like every day every day a little bit every day yeah like i like i know people who are either the like manic cleaners meaning like during the week, I mean, the place looks fine, but then they really deep clean on like a Saturday or a Sunday. I have Some people seen clean every day. <clears throat> these videos on TikTok of a travel influencer, I suppose. Every time she goes to a hotel, she disinfects the entire thing, puts on disposable pillowcases, disposable sheets, like sprays everything with Clorox, cleans the shower, everything. Yeah. Because we all know that hotels don't actually clean the rooms that well, but we kind of just 
pretend that it's fine so that we can sleep in peace. It's that or, or go to an Airbnb, which is woman, also dubious. This woman is like 350 pounds <laughs> and clearly doesn't care about her health in another regard. Yeah. So it's kind of ironic. But um, I just choose to pretend that my hotel room is clean. Yeah. You know, it's, I don't really want to think about it. You know, I just, at a certain point, you have to just accept yeah. that what you're that what you're in might or might not be gross. It but might like, or might not be a cleaned up crime scene. Yeah, like yeah, you just gotta accept it. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, that's like when like when I got um, I've been pretty good about like not letting my car get dirty, which was always a problem for me before because like I was, I was always driving, so I was always in my car. So the car got pretty dirty. Obviously, nothing near like something like this. But I don't like you know it'd be very easy to throw that wrapper over here and clean it up later. No, I make sure to clean it up now to keep a you know a very like a decent living space and or like a decent space in my car when driving and stuff like that. But uh, like that's that's one of the things that falls by the wayside. Like if you have a substance abuse problem, there's a very strong possibility that you're living in a space that's just not as clean as it could be because just the desire to clean tends to fall by the wayside. Unless whatever drugs you're taking give you a desire to clean. I was never so lucky. I mean, that's actually not true, but no. not <laughs> frequent enough was the was the desire to do so. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, not uh, not good. He sh I, my guess is that he. What, and the funny thing is, is like his, I don't know if he's a successful streamer. But do you remember that video of like XQC like streaming while like his cleaner was in the room? It was it was no. just really there's like this video of like I, I it was just like because he's like the room is disgusting or kind of gross and he's streaming and the cleaners like in there and kind of looks like this place is kind of gross a little and, awkward yeah it's a, a little bit weird I don't know all right uh, let's go ahead and get started and before we go though before we do that guys though, remember hit the like button on this video subscribe to this channel if you have not done so already we passed seventy two thousand the other day I want to also formally say that we are on the road to 75 I'm I know a hundred thousand is the big one but I say you are supposed to also celebrate the the other milestones and I think 75k is a perfectly fine arbitrary number to celebrate yes yeah, sure yeah, we'll celebrate 75,000. So, guys, we are on the way to 75,000 subscribers. So, if you have not subscribed, subscribe, please. All right, guys. So, a couple of articles have come out that are talking about a couple of separate, very different things. So, Elon Musk is said to have sent a very stern letter in which he talked about just burning the house down of Warner of Warner Brothers to make sure that Amber Heard kept her role in Aquaman 2 because in 2018 they were after the release of the original Aquaman they were talking about how they were possibly just going to just cut bait and get rid of her because she had no chemistry with Jason Momoa well in comes Space Daddy Space Daddy has to tell them no you're not Firing her. She's got to keep her job. Yeah. He's kind of the ultimate Amber Heard simp. He is. Um, a lot of people are talking about this because Amber Heard stands aren't exactly the type you would think of as the, the average Elon Musk fan. So they're like, heartbreaking. The worst person you know just made a really great point. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> um, this says, uh, ultimately, the studio never pulled the trigger on firing Amber Heard because her former boyfriend and confirmed baby daddy, by the way, had one of his litigators send a scorched earth letter to Warner Brothers, threatening to burn the house down if the actress wasn't brought back for a sequel, says a source familiar with the behind the scenes battle. Warner Brothers caved and moved forward with Heard. 
Uh, Elon Musk has not responded for a uh, request for comment on this issue. I feel like he'd have something funny to say. Definitely sounds believable. I feel like he'd have uh, a funny response. That he's like, you better put my baby mama in Aquaman 2 or I'm going to destroy your company. But you said he's actually threatening more so to buy the company. Oh, like, I mean, I don't know what the threat would be otherwise. Buy be Warner to, Brothers or maybe and force the issue. <laughs> he's like, he's like, look, I will make sure that nothing but negative articles about Warner Brothers <laughs> get get pushed on X. Yes. I guess that that no, because he didn't own Twitter at the time. So what what, what would he have done? Like, he, he didn't own Twitter at the time, yeah. so he's like, look, I will make sure that nobody... In, you know, in, when you're that rich, you are, have strings that you can pull. Yeah. Like, you always have a contact somewhere where you can, you can exercise your influence. He's like, he's like look, so, uh, he's like, look, Mr. Zaslav, it wasn't David Zaslav at this time, but whoever it was before Zaslav, yeah. he's like, look, you got a Tesla, right? <laughs> sure would be a shame if something happened to the brake line in your Tesla if Amber Heard didn't get to keep her job. Mm -hmm. um, we're also rehashing the notes that were revealed from Amber Heard's therapy sessions. This says Depp fans paid the court fees for the release of documents from Heard's therapist, Dr. Don Hughes. The raw notes scribbled on a legal pad were part of last year's trial in which Depp largely prevailed. They describe a hostile Aquaman set where an allegedly intoxicated Jason Momoa dressed like Depp and pushed to have Heard booted from her role as Mara. This says in the notes, Jason said he wanted me fired. Jason drunk, late on set, dressing like Johnny. I like Has him all the rings, too. I like him. I like him already. There's a $20 one here from Patriot American. Says, if you're saying you got Kane, Kane Hodder, I don't know. I know you're talking about. He's the guy who plays Jason Voorhees. Uh, for Friday the 13th episode, I'm going to lose it. No, but no, that would didn't. be that would be awesome to have him to have him on. <laughs> um, but um, that, that would be cool. A DC spokesperson responded to these rumors, said, Jason Momoa conducted himself in a professional manner at all times on the set of Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. And another said, Jason works his ass off, likes to have a beer once in a while, like everyone. <laughs> look, I like you. But that. he doesn't show up drunk. I to love set. the idea. They're like, look, so he had a couple of cocktails. Give the guy a break, will yes. you? They also, also added that they were seen joking together and getting along. And uh, he isn't dressing like Johnny Depp. He's just dressing in that bohemian style. Let, hold on, I've got the- Yes! Thank you. The photo is amazing. Here's the photo. Yeah, like, I would mistake him as Johnny Depp from a football field if, distance. If Johnny Depp was was just ripped. Or maybe Jared Leto. I mean, I'm talking football, football yes. field like, distance. Like, I might be like, <laughs> if I squint. He's not wearing any rings in this. Like, if, you, if you squint and then you tilt your head, like, it's- yeah. It's kind of reminiscent of Johnny Depp's style. But um, yeah, they're like, he's, he wasn't dressing up as Jack Sparrow. He's just bohemian. It's really funny if that's what he was actually doing, if he's actually going around and like he, every day he shows up as a new Johnny Depp character. Like, so he's Edward Scissorhands one it day. Requires a lot of dedication. Like, He's, he just hires the best costume. Like, he just, him and like, or no, what it is is like one day Amber Heard pissed off the costume designer on the set who goes in and starts working with uh, with Jason Momoa yes. to piss her off by helping Jason Momoa dress as very, <laughs> like, he's like, one day he shows up as Sweeney Todd. One day he shows up as that guy from, uh, um, what was it? What was the other one? That uh, Rear Window? Was he in Rear Window? I don't remember. But it'd be great. I would love to see him uh, in a bunch of different Johnny Depp-esque costumes. Jack Sparrow 
It would be fantastic. I'm imagining the GC between Jason Momoa, Grindelwald. Henry Cavill, and Johnny Depp, where they're all egging him on. I like, would love secret window. Thank you. Not rear window. Rear window. Can we subpoena the GC? Uh, Dude, the, the boys GC that where they're so talking if they're, about this. So who would be on? So it would be it would be him. It would be Henry Cavill. Obviously, it would be. I think Ben Affleck would be in there because they're all part of the because uh, all three of them are part of the original Justice League, the one that, you know Zack Snyder's Justice League, and then who who was the and then um, they're making fun of Ezra Miller and Amber Heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're just dunking on them. Also, allegedly, Jason Momoa has blocked Amber Heard on Instagram, which is supremely petty. Yeah, I don't know if that's true, but they don't follow each other on yeah. Instagram, which again is. It's kind of ridiculous that among grown adults, that's a sign that you're not friends anymore. I mean, it, it is true though, um, right? That like, it's like when you, when you're in the public eye, you have to be aware of like, like the fact that they don't follow each other and this movie isn't out yet is insane. She does follow Yaya Abdul-Mateen. But she doesn't follow him. From the movie, but not Jason Momoa. So maybe he did block yeah. her. Um, all, well, I find it, I'm more surprised that you can subpoena therapist notes. Yeah. Um, in, in a trial like that, when it's not a criminal case, because yeah. that seems to break doctor-patient confidentiality laws, but uh, and it says that also Amber Heard's lawyers fought against that decision, but Depp's lawyers won that argument and they got to see her therapist documents where, you know, she's she's saying you know also James Wan didn't want me on the film. It no, says this is the the funniest part. She was part treated this. like a pariah because of her high profile legal battle. "Quote: He raised his voice at me. I can't even post about Aquaman." He said, "Made it like it was my fault. I said I'm sorry. Nobody could take selfies with me on set given blackout." Look, what's funny is like. This is kind of the fundamental difference, I think, between men and women sometimes in collaborative spaces like this. Like, Do you think he was joking? No, no, I'm saying I think the guys will butt heads on set uh-huh. like, and, and, they, and the scene will be better for it. But like, if, if it's a woman like Amber Heard, you can't butt heads with it's her all... on set because that's going to be taken as some type of misogyny to, for James Wan to be like, look, you're not really showing any emotions and you smell like you just crapped in someone's bed. Could you, could you get this fixed, please? And she'd be like, he's yelling at me because I, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and it's, it's always crazy when you have to think about, like, I, I remember when he had Kino Corner here, me and him were talking about like just how hard a director's job is to have to be so many different, you have, you have to meet so many people at so many different wavelengths and then mm-hmm. push past it to be able to connect with them as a as a director and all well being kind of a kind of a a hothead like not a hot you have to be you have very to be a dictator strict. you have to be movie. very very much a dictator to and do among that job. men that might end up water under the bridge <laughs> but women are, are probably are perhaps less likely but to she... be forgiving in those types of situations look at yeah. uh megan fox with um, Michael Bay, who's notorious for that same thing, right? He's like long she, work she hours. Didn't she also compare him to Hitler? Yeah, she called him. She basically called him <laughs> Hitler for making. She's like, he made me work twelve to fourteen hours a day. Like, and people are like, bro, you like, could have you, left the movie if it was. Well, actually, that she bad, probably right? she might not have been able to after, at that point because it would have been a breach of contract. But the point is, you signed on to make X amount of money. Yeah. Uh, and and it's not like and that's the other thing. Like, it's not like those movie shoots are years of your life working twelve to fourteen hours a day. It's six months of your life, three months of your life working twelve to fourteen hours a day for high pay rate. You know, high pay. Uh, 
incentives. And then depending on how good your agent is, stuff, you know, back-end deals for royalties and, and other such things. So uh, it is weird because we, we talk, a, we, we've actually talked several times about the differences when you see like when the women directors talk now, or they're like, we made, like Olivia Wilde, like we made it a collaborative space yeah. where everybody wants to feel heard. It's like, that's not really a director's job. No. At all. It's to make your own point of view heard and ignoring everybody else's actually well yeah that's right like so so it's that's like, kind of what greta gerwig was making it seem like on the set of barbie yeah. as well like we're all just girlfriends and having fun like and that's all well and good until things go wrong that's fine but it's a hundred million dollar project and at yeah stake. And, and like poor like poor warner brothers is over here yeah. with like losing all this money and they're like could you please not be girlfriends and just make a movie that's actually going to make us but money because hey, all these dudes they're like because all these dc movies are failing could you please like get it together the success of barbie is yeah. kind of making it possible for them to continue making shitty unpopular dc movies it's subsidizing the yes. shitty unpopular dc movies um also the dc spokesperson denied that claim that james wan yeah. was trying to get amber heard fired saying james is known for treating members of his cast and crew with the utmost respect and for fostering a positive <laughs> collaborative environment on set the Aquaman films were no exception. So we'll have to wait and see whether that's true or not. I wonder just how much she's not in the film. She we were, had we were two talking... significant scenes cut already. She got a total of like 0.2 seconds in the trailer. <sighs> I'm not expecting much from her, but I, I am expecting there to be like viral TikToks of people booing when Amber Heard shows yeah. up on screen. I know that's going to happen. You were kind of sh like fascinated by the concept of like chemistry tests, right? Like I didn't. Well, I, I'm surprised that Walter Hamada went on the stand and said that she had a lack of chemistry with Jason Momoa because she did pass a chemistry test at the beginning when they were casting Mara. Mm -hmm. So what changed? It was Life probably changes. Jason Momoa's feelings about Amber Heard and him being buddies with Johnny Depp, I mean, maybe. kind of muddies the waters. But also, like when you like, it's one thing to do uh, these tests for a little bit of time and see if it works. It's another thing to be working long, mm -hmm. extensive hours, uh, and then still have to like. You've got friends you like, right? Doesn't mean you want to spend eighteen hours a I day with Amber them. I think Amber Heard unleashes her insanity on whoever she's dating and keeps it professional when she's on set. I, that's that's what I, I totally would don't buy that. I she can totally she can don't kind buy of that. compartmentalize. No way. I don't. I don't buy that at all. I believe that it bleeds into the work. <laughs> and she like Jason. They, the the she, pictures of mm. Jason Momoa and Amber Heard together definitely communicate a lack of chemistry, if not yeah. outward hatred for each other. I like they can barely stand next to each other without grimacing. Yeah. Like it's it's pretty obvious there were some issues there between the two of them. See, I I, I think it's different. I I think she gets back from some fight with Johnny, and then he says something she's not supposed to like in the movie, and she's just like, in her reactions, like not the reaction of the character. Her reaction is the reaction of her because she's mad at yeah at uh, at Depp. They uh, cut one of their love scenes, and they cut a scene where she is fighting Black Manta. They cut so, the love scene. They're like, they're, they're both like, nope, not doing it. What is left after that? I don't know. <laughs> the, uh, the scenes with the baby. She's just kind of walking around in the background while he holds the baby. I, it's just, it's, I, I, I She'll have for, like a total of 12 words spoken in the movie. And I feel for like, uh, I feel so bad in some respects for all of these people on these movies that are like trying their best, but DC just can't. DC and, and Warner Brothers can't seem to freaking crack the code. Lately. They're obligated to release this. There were people 
during the like, heat no... of the trial calling for this movie to be scrapped Redone. altogether, calling for her to be fired altogether. And when does this come out? comes out in it, December, in right? Chris, um, like, I think Christmas? on Christmas Day. Oh, and we got our right? ticket. We got our tickets for, for the, the Marvels, Marvels. Yeah. Which we were very excited about the hour and 45 minute runtime. I was like, wow, that's a pleasant surprise for a Marvel movie. Beautiful. Don't have to suffer that long for no, that one. No two hour long, uh, two and a half hour Marvel movie. It won't be a pleasant CGI hour and vomit. 45 minutes, but, you know. At least it's not two hours. It'll be At least it's like not two and a half hours. An hour and forty-five minutes of CGI vomit is somehow more manageable than two Just and a half hours. Just grit your teeth and bear of, it. Of CGI vomit. So you know, uh, good for good for Elon Musk though. You might be a simp, but you're a simp yeah. with uh, chivalrous <laughs> principles. The Amber Heard stands were tweeting Elon Musk's first W. Uh, this guy defending Amber. Now I've seen everything. <laughs> Uh, another one said, trash supporting trash. No surprise. Uh, another one said, how effed is it that on, was it on that set for Elon Musk to be the only person in the right, regardless of his reasons? His reasons being that he was hypnotized I still think that by the like, coochie. What it is is he's like, look, they like, I have to lice, like, like he, he needs the official, like he's got a thing for the authentic costume. He's like, he needs her to bring I, home the Mara costume. I'm surprised there isn't like unlicensed merch of uh, Amber Heard as Mercy that just says you should have picked Mercy. Probably, or I mean, or like Mara, like uh, or her aqua, her outfit from Aquaman. Like that's what it is. He's like he doesn't care about Amber Heard. He cares about Amber Heard in the costume, and he needs the official one that she wore on the movie for authenticity. Another one said, "F him. Amber Heard deserved to be fired. She's an abuser and piece of shit. Johnny Depp lost mo money and movie roles because of the lies she told." The fact that people are still defending this bitch is hilarious to me. Hashtag double standards. Well, we'll, we'll have to see where it goes. Even a broken she, clock is right twice a day. She uh, she hasn't posted much on Instagram lately. She posted once. Uh, this was back. Like, She's promoting through, her in the fire movie. This was like right four. Now. This was like several months ago. It was her showing up at an event. And it says, what a reception. Thank you to all my fans and supporters. I don't know if all those people were there for her specifically, but. I could be wrong. I could be wrong about that. Like may maybe that's, or maybe this is one of those things where she just like, she's like every time she makes a guy that she's dating upset, she offers to like cosplay as some like role play as some character. And then like Johnny Depp just didn't have any cause he's just old. like, I'm sorry that I took your phone and blocked your mother's number. Yeah. Now jo I'll cosplay as mercy. Can you, can that make it up yeah. to you? Well, what would Johnny Depp <laughs> want her to cosplay as though? Be like, it's like the lady from Sound of Music. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like, like know. you know what I mean? He's like, she's like, that's not very, that's not very sexy. Like, he's kind of old, right? Like, because he's because he's older. Uh huh. All right, guys, let's uh, let's go. Ahead. We got some super chats there. We got a bunch here. Let's get into it, shall we? Potatoes for Seamus said, "All hail Mocha the Cat." Look, I, I get it, guys. You're coming for me today. That's fine. Uh, we also have 99 cents from Big Dave. Uh, without a message so oh. thank you for that uh, but Sorry, if you guys do one. want to if you guys do want to signal your support for mocha the cat you're more than welcome to i almost made the poll today ladies and gentlemen bocus or mocha you can only pick one but i didn't That's do for that tomorrow. i didn't do that today the poll is up there ladies and gentlemen i asked the question will i forget to end this poll before the end of the show yes or no uh, yes uh, you always forget or no you got this brett right now it's pretty close it's i voted yes 
We'll see. You forgot yesterday. So. Uh, and it doesn't count as missing unless I've officially hit the outro screen the first time. We'll Some, see what happens. We'll, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. I'm going to wait till the end. But 40, 43% have a, at least a little bit of faith in me saying that they got this. They think I could do this. Shane H. Wilder said, Brett, I want you to know that I have complete and total faith in you to forget to end the poll. That was very mean. And also, they're, they're, you're still, they're setting you up for failure. They, they really he are. Also At said, least you spelled um, my name right. Damn it, Mary. I just choked on my seltzer water when you asked if black cats speak cat ebonics. Allow me to give you a round of applause. You got me. You're welcome, sir. Perturbed Alpaca said, every cat would have an accent like Puss in Boots. <laughs> if you haven't gone to a Halloween party as a plague doctor yet, you're missing out on some great rees. Newsom looked extra scary in that Skittles pick. Yeah, he's Yeah, scary... they picked a bad picture of him, but there are a lot of female Newsom simps. Like, Justin Trudeau simps are a thing. Oh. Gavin Newsom simps are also a thing. D didn't Libby talk about how... How attractive? No, no, no. Gavin it was Newsom Vanessa. Is, or, oh, yeah, it was, it was Vanessa. Vanessa. Mm -hmm. Vanessa's like, look, she's like, he's handsome. He's, she said he, he has a great head of hair. <laughs> Let's Olivia do one more. Claire said, Mocha is adorable and green olives are disgusting. Brett's take on both of these topics are wrong. Also, hi Mary, your hair is super pretty today. Thanks. Uh, yeah, just because you end this on a, on a positive note does not mean I'm going to ignore the slander and false statements made before there, Olivia. Uh, first of all, green <laughs> olives are delicious and amazing and good <laughs> on just about everything. Uh, and as for Mocha, like, look, just because I didn't, like, I defended Mocha against Willie Mac's slander that day. So I don't know why I've been turned into the bad they guy. I didn't think that you defended mocha enough that's insane that's insane guys it's not exactly fair like i said i don't have a thing against uh like cats in general or even your other cat olivia uh i'm fine with showing chloe it's just when i look at mocha and the derpy stupid tongue i'm like mm, it's it is what it is i'm sorry we got a 20 dollar one there from evan perry um brent would forget to end the poll but brett wouldn't perfect Perfect. Your alter ego. My alter ego. <laughs> I was a failure at everything. I, I like the idea, though, of if I was a Brent, I would want to be Brent with two T's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a thing. So I would like to be the first Brent with two T's or maybe two N's. H how about name your firstborn son Brent with two T's? <laughs> oh, man. I'm, not do I'm not doing that. Not after all the years I've spent insulting the name Brent. <laughs> all right, let's hold off. Let's, okay. uh, let's move on. Mary, tell us what's going on with Larry yes. Charles uh, in his comments about his new movie, Dick's the Musical. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so Larry Charles is the director responsible for the atrocity that is Dick's the Musical. It came out a few days ago, only in select theaters. I haven't seen it available near us, so we can't exactly hate watch it and hate review it for you guys. I didn't go see Bros. I'm definitely not going to see this. We didn't see Bros. We didn't see Bottoms, which was also uh, another so wait, let me get this queer straight. movie that came out this year. Bros? Dicks and Bottoms is the names of the movies. These are all they're movies reaching, they're reaching that very, came out in less than a year. From, mm -hmm. They're doing really good work on the naming stuff. It's very accessible. Right. It's, it's very accessible. <laughs> yeah, so to give you a summary of Dicks the Musical, it's sort of like a queer version of The Parent Trap. Two self-obsessed businessmen meet each other and realize that they are actually identical twins and they have to get their divorced parents back together. Um, it sounds awful. Megan the Stallion is in it. Um, 
We're going to talk about that. I want to talk, talk about that later. I want to talk about his comments. Larry Charles about- has had the most unhinged things to say about this movie. First of all, he made a shout out to Trump supporters, anti-vaxxers, and 9-11 truthers telling them that this is the movie for them. Oh, before that, we have a $20. We have a $20 super chat here from Freshmeat999. says, happy Sunday, Bert. If you, if you think live, laugh, love, plaques are the devil, my sister is the final boss with home family, with home family, love, laugh, live, plaques. Also, t- happy Tuesday to the wonderful Mary. So it says his sister's the home boss, is the final happy boss Tuesday. of the home family, live, laugh, love. But he says love, laugh, live. Is that, wait, are those different things? Is live, laugh, love one company? In what order? And love, laugh, live you- is a different company? <laughs> like, I, I like know. the idea that there's three and they're all separate. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's uh, play this video of Larry Charles. Okay. Here we go. Raving in his basement, it looks like. Are you a Trump supporter? Are you an anti-vaxxer? Maybe you're a 9-11 truther <laughs> or are sympathetic to the January 6th patriots. Hey, Do you believe in a God that hates homosexuals? Hi, I'm Larry Charles, and have I got a movie for you. Me? I've directed a new film called oh, Dicks, the musical, Regardless of your belief system, do you love to laugh? Do you love comedy? Yeah. Do you love movies with catchy songs that you can sing along to? No. Then you'll love Dick's The Musical too. The Taylor Swift movie might have some good songs, but there's not much comedy. Oppenheimer might have some comedy, but I didn't hear any catchy songs. Didn't really sense Only the comedy Dick's in Oppenheimer. The Musical provides this form of entertainment. It doesn't matter what you believe. It doesn't matter what you think or feel or love or hate or believe in. Even if in your wildest dreams you never thought you would, you will love Dicks the Musical. The most anti-woke, woke movie ever made, but also the most woke, mm. anti-woke movie <laughs> ever made. So come ye okay. proud boys. And so what's, what's funny come about this- Come ye proud boys? And ye oath keepers and ye Christian evangelicals. See Dicks the musical, the true sound of freedom, opening October 6th. What's funny is like when he's not <laughs> making the obvious references to like right wing stuff, the actual idea of making a movie that everyone can enjoy is actually something that should be celebrated and what they should actually be trying to yeah. do. But they shouldn't be trying to do it ironically in one of the most muddled descriptions of a movie ever. Nothing he like when he gives that description of it, he's appealing to no one. Someone in the chat said he definitely has the crazy look down. Yeah, yeah. he looks like uh, someone who would be ranting and raving on the street. His sarcasm (laughs) actually highlights the problem with Hollywood right now. If he was saying that seriously, the part in the middle about this is for everyone. One of the most disturbing parts of this movie, it sounds like, is that the twins end up confusing the phrase love is love to mean that um, as brothers, they should get married in an incestuous marriage. I learned this in an article titled, Dix calls God a gay slur and its makers are ready to be hated for it. Yeah. Um, so they have a whole musical sequence where they call God a homophobic slur. I'm not gonna repeat the lyrics. Um, it doesn't sound like this is made for a Christian audience. Well, this no. is- No, this is but my- here's what he said that I found compelling. He said, um, Making fun of a movie with a moral is something we wanted to play with. I miss comedies that don't feel message-driven. 
Austin Powers, Zoolander, Airplane, with crazy characters just delighting you. There's been so many straight guy versions of that, so it's great we get to do a queer version where the absurdity is the point. The problem is by ma- is by doing that, it's though. automatically message driven yeah. by default. You can't there. Unfortunately, like I get what he's saying, but you, he he doesn't realize that by making it that it's it's already d- that by default. You can't do anything about it. The movie is already message driven by default because it's baked into the premise right. of the film. The other thing that's funny is he says it's offensive and gross, but it's also campy and bombastic and absurd. He said, none of this is real. The first joke in the movie is that they are twins and they just aren't this whole effing cartoon. And it's funny because he talks about how it's funny. He talks about how it's absurd, but I don't think that this would be allowed. If it was the if if it was somebody else making the jokes, it's only allowed because they're making the jokes. It's honestly surprising that something so a product so unfunny could come from someone that was involved in the making of Seinfeld or Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm. I don't really like Borat, but a lot of people do, and he he was the director of Borat. Those things actually did have some like actually offensive jokes yes. that landed. Well, here, this is just. Yeah. Essentially playing into what's already the status quo, which is making fun of religion, making fun of Christians, because they're the only group that will take it, and making something that is directed toward a queer audience. So it says this is satiric, satirical, absurdist, deeply, uh, deeply silly R-rated queer musical inspired by the parent trap. Uh, he says, before the film's theatrical run kicks off on Friday, it's not to be taken seriously. It's all in good fun, and people certainly seem to be enjoying it so so far. The problem is, it's only allowed to be all in good fun because it's on your terms. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if somebody else was to say otherwise or to make jokes that you would find offensive, you would not agree with it, and you would say that it's a phobic of some sort. That's I mean, a problem. He's making this ironic video. Like, if you're right-wing... If you're a Christian, if you're evangelical, this movie is for you. But he's saying that tongue in cheek yes. because he's he is intentionally provoking anger instead of provoking laughter from these groups. He's not trying to bring everyone together. He is trying to alienate you- these people. He's trying to make a movie for a very insular group of people that live in the major cities holding the rest of this country hostage. And that's why I think the limited theater release for this movie did well. It was being released in the big cities where all of the liberals and gay best friends of the world are going to go support it. Do you think that his idea that the movie isn't message driven is like his fumble there is a sign that he just doesn't understand how how much of a message is delivered through what is called queer cinema? Or do you think that he's just being dishonest? Because to me, it's 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 plain as day that it is message driven just by the nature of the, the of the film's themes. Yeah, I lean toward he's being dishonest more than he's just out of touch because he's made funny material before, yeah. or at least been involved in projects that were genuinely funny. <laughs> Here's his statement about being offended by big yes. budget films. He said. Politically for me, ethically for me, I find it offensive when movies cost $250 million and the world is in the state that it's in. So I'm also looking to make a statement in the way these things are made. He uh, is critical of what he calls the media monopoly system in the United States. Quote, kind of an authoritarian big brother sort of thing that they've figured out over the years. They don't have to scare you. They have to seduce you. 
So we're all seduced by great TV shows and great movies, and we're distracted by these things. And we're then indulging in that same capitalist system. <laughs> and there's no way it's going to change as long as we do that. I struggle with that. It's, that's, so he's absolutely right. But he promotes it by being a part of it. That's the funny Would part you say about he's it. he's right for the wrong reasons? I, he's right for the wrong reasons. So he's absolutely right that they distract you with movies and entertainment. That's why they're called bread and circuses, right? Uh, in a lot of ways, he's not wrong about all this. I laugh at the idea of him getting to decide what the ethic, what the level of ethics are for the budget of a movie. As a guy, He's worth $100 million. At what point does a guy worth $100 million start to question the ethics of his own net worth? Arguably, you could say that a, a movie that cost $250, $250 million to make, as stupid as it might be to make a movie that costs that much when they all seem to have no return on investment, feeds a lot more families than the $100 million that he has will make him sitting in an investment portfolio or in his various bank accounts, right? It, it, the $250 million that these companies invest in these movies pays for the drivers, pays for the actors, pays for the stage designers, pays for the costume designers, pays for all these people who need to make a living. And that's the actual beauty of capitalist systems. The problem is it's in an industry that doesn't seem to care anymore about whether that huge investment, you know, yields a strong return for them. So it's just, it makes no like sense. Like after the failure of Bros, why would you try to make another movie that is just targeting an audience that comprises, mm. what, 5% of the population? And he does like, his his kind of, his dec him decrying all this, he almost gets that indie would be the way to go for him. But these people don't want to, anyone in the Hollywood mainstream, they don't want to actually be the ones risking their own money. To make their message-driven no. movies, they want to take Warner Brothers' money. This is and actually risk it. an A24 film. This says still A24 Dick's the is, musical a, is, is still a big. The, is still I mean, a, it's, a big it's corporate indie. Now. Yes, it's corporate indie films. It says Dick's the musical is the very first musical from A24. A24 movies always lack the budget, but their movies are always full of heart. They had won awards and had box office success. This company is known for taking risks, so it decided to make Dick's the musical. And it, they can write it off if it doesn't work. Yeah. Fine. So he doesn't have to deal with the consequences when yeah. this movie, I, got, I predict at least, is not going to do very well. He has got his own YouTube channel. Uh, this guy's got connections. All, he was on. He he directed and and produced Seinfeld and the and Curb Your Enthusiasm. This guy has all the connections, he's got in, connections. in the world. He this has guy his can, own like Netflix docu series. He could make his own movie. Right. Fund it yourself, bro. And then Dick tell me Wong. about. Uh, about how uh, it's these studios are asking too much of you to want to either make a, a strong return on investment. I was also just reading this article the other day that I've, I've mentioned here before about the kid who, the guy, the young man who voiced Simba in The Lion King, who turned down the $2 million. And $2 million in the, in the early 90s would be a lot more now, right? Like, turned down $2 million to get paid royalties on that film. Uh, and instead, he got paid $100,000 up front. And he wouldn't even tell them how much he makes now. That's like, that's how much he didn't want to, like he's probably made, is he didn't even want to let people know about, because it was his mom. He basically said his mom stopped him from taking mm -hmm. the two million. She's like, no, you gotta, you gotta do this. At this time, they were talking about how Disney re-releases movies all the time. Like the video, the VHS sales are through the roof on all this stuff. Just hilarious that that they didn't realize this but it's weird to watch hollywood both at the producer level and at the actor level 
be like almost guilted by their success and struggle with working in a capitalist system that's benefited them when every level of their ideological beliefs tells them that what they're doing is wrong. Mm -hmm. It's weird. Well, also their entire concept of humor is um, self-sabotaging because they believe clearly that you can only make jokes that are punching up rather than punching down. Which brings me to the song sequence for Megan the Stallion in Dix the Musical. Megan the Stallion has a song in Dix the Musical titled Out Alpha the Alpha. And this is the most brazen display of violent misandry I have seen in pop culture as of late. And there are many. But um, she, in this song, literally calls for the unaliving of the entire male population and uh, the utopia of women running society that would follow. Let's let the people look at the picture first. So, like, I, this picture, yeah. even itself, if, if She's you She's leading men around on leashes here. She is the ultimate girl boss, the neoliberal girl boss that uh, raps about her genitalia and calls men... <laughs> Weak, stupid little boys. They're not very smart. They just make lots of noise. They got their nose up my ass. They want to be teacher's pet. So I keep them on their toes and make those effers sweat. Um, and then the worst lyric in this song is, imagine if you will, we murdered all the males, a woman driven world where equity prevails. Sadly, that's not how it is, but don't you get upset I'll put those boys right in their place. I'm not going to say the word yeah. uh, after that. But this is this is the point of the song. Um, she is trying to dominate the world. And her takeover plan, Rolling Stone says, includes getting rid of all of the men on the planet. Um, so <laughs> I, I just think this is based on their ideology that all the jokes you make have to be punching up. So if women are below men in the Marxist social hierarchy, they're allowed to make jokes about killing men and degrading men um, and calling them stupid, weak little boys. That's fine. We can laugh at that even. We can celebrate that. You know, all the comments are celebrating it. Get that bag, queen. She ate that. Like, there are no critical comments um on this song it's it's been released already and nobody has anything to say on it because misandry has just become so commonplace it's it's the status quo now yep. and if a man makes the slightest dig in the other direction at women he's insecure he, he's insecure it, really his career gets destroyed so um it's just disheartening to see this normalized in mm. culture. Like, we don't need more division between the sexes. It's truly demonic uh, and that I they think, keep promoting it. Yeah. and um, There is nothing more demonic than, than trying to divide the sexes and pit them against each other. I truly believe that. How do you fix it? Don't go see Dicks the Musical. I mean, I think one of the problems is also like we we're steeped, <laughs> I don't know. like uh, like even even in this space, people are steeped in the culture, right? There's a reason why uh, the women have the the stuff that they watch, the men have the podcasts that they watch. Exactly. And so the both men, of them the men are watching the... Andrew Tate. The women are playing this Megan the Stallion song in the car, and 
they've never been more politically divided and than they are today. Nobody loses except for everybody loses. All but the once, people at the top yeah. make money off of it. Yeah. It's abhorrent. I still wonder sometimes about how, like, I still laugh at the idea when people say that music isn't social engineering because it's like, well, why is it that, like, only one, only certain themes seem to be able to permeate the culture and make it into the mainstream? I was pointing out to someone the other day, I was talking about, I was like, look, that Lil Tay song, it's literally a love letter to consumerism and worship of and wealth. And gold digging. And I mean, I didn't even think of it that way. I just like, oh, it was a worship of wealth yeah. and consumerism and the desire to to want more than one has and the in the constant need for financial, you know, for like overabundance in financial in financial settings, which is fine, but it's Is it though? Is it but at, at the age of 14, a kid doesn't understand that, Dancing right? Dancing around a bunch of McLarens. Yeah, like, like... And throwing money around. So, like, we push that message on kids from a very, very young age, and then you wonder how people become slaves oh to, to corporate need. Like, pop music and, I guess, rap music, which has usurped it, um, all it does is celebrate the deadly sins. Yep. Like... I, I was just listening to this song that was like Muzak playing in the background somewhere that it, it, it the lyric in the chorus was, I'm broken and it's beautiful. Mm. Like that is vanity embodied in a song and it conditions people who listen to it to conform their mindset. In what that way? way? In what way? To, to think I'm perfect no matter what anyone says about me. I have no ways that I could possibly improve myself. You, know you better accept started. me for how I am. You know how that got started, right? It was, uh, you, if you can't accept me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Sincerely, the woman who's never at her best. Ever. <laughs> exactly. Literally yeah. ever, right? And in both sides of the culture now, I, and I, I really do think that at the end of the day, it comes, to, it comes back to financial motive, that... Uh, Perhaps many of these people have a desire to help other people, and but it becomes more about the money to be made in all of these industries. It's, it's very hypocritical, though, because look at um, Beyonce, for instance, writing all of these songs about being an independent woman. Mm. Men ain't shit. I don't, you don't need a man for anything. Coming from a woman who is r richer than almost anybody in human history and who has been married in a committed relationship rocky as it may be since she was like 20 years old yeah she's not living the message that she is promoting to her fans yeah who are imbibing it and, and living it out and it's leading to their destruction and it's funny because growing up i think that maybe for maybe it's because for me i always had a very strong gap between how i perceived the music because i grew up loving rap music which wasn't my lived experience right so i understood that what i was listening to was not my life mm -hmm. nor was it a life that i ever expected to have and i think that maybe that was easier for me because it was such a difference like the idea was like whether no matter what it was i still grew up uh lower middle class in a suburb right like i, I that, didn't grow up in the takes a level of discernment that I just think people don't have any more. Think so? Like, I don't know. Especially with the the female rappers. Yeah. They don't live out the shit that they rap about. 
they don't. Also, I mean, the, the other argument here is like, look, yes, you could survive in a world without men as long as you don't want to have modern plumbing or electricity. But or you'll somebody, have equity. Or Because everybody will up, be equally yeah. fucked. Somebody can pick up, <laughs> I, I, like, in, in, in Megan Thee Stallion's perfect world, it's a woman who comes to pick up her garbage can at her mansion. Who yeah, they had, the they had garbage pick up Barbie there you in go. the Barbie movie. There you go. They also had President Barbie in theoretically they're social equals there it's it does feel more and more like people are on this mission to just ignore that there's different classes in the in society right now like the 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 elites want to push the idea that everyone's the same but that's just never the way it's going to be that's why they want the guy who works at the grocery store to be paid the same amount as the guy who's the ceo even though everyone knows that that's not really how the world works but it seems like what a lot of the world is now is everyone railing against the idea of how the world like it used to be a value at least in my opinion to accept that life isn't fair and that you like the best thing you can hope for in a lot of cases is that you make the best of your life in your own corner of the world and you figure out how to get the most out of your life without worrying about how the guy next to you's life is different from yours, what either better or worse. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the, the idea that when, when your parents would say like, if you don't finish your dinner, like there's a starving kid in Africa, how dare you not finish your dinner? And then as you get older, you realize they're like, what does that, what does one have to do with the other? Yeah. Like, it's not like this food was going to the starving kid in Africa anyways. Right. But everyone's kind of in this mentality now. I love the meme that shows the three people at the baseball game and it's got the different levels and it's got the baby who's on the two boxes so he can see over the fence it's got this the the middle like the teenager on one box oh, yeah. so he can see over the fence yeah. and the adult can already see over the fence the representation it says, of it says this is equity equal and opportunity the, the guy goes actually they're all stealing <laughs> because they haven't paid to watch <laughs> yeah. the game like it's it's a denial of reality and i think the a song like this leans into that because there was actually a video that went fairly viral recently and i did i was going to use it for cringe of the day but i think the music over it ended up being licensed so we ended up not being able to just like do we need it was literally a video that says like do we need men anymore and it was a bunch of you know western women saying like no men are not important i mean of course you wouldn't think that because like the men that yeah. make comfortable yeah. modern life happen and are the ones that you don't see and i wouldn't want to see a video either of like a dude who goes look do we need women anymore no what do we need women for like no i mean pearl said the same thing she was like if all women disappeared from the earth tomorrow everything would be a perfect utopia that's not true that idea it's incredibly sinister to to promote that idea and ridiculous yes and it's ridiculous at that like who's there there, there's however like a meme it says it's like it's a guy he's like looking contemplatively out at the ocean it says like 3.8 billion women in the world i can't believe it's not clean yet (laughs) <laughs> see stuff like that makes you laugh but i'm just saying mm-hmm. it's it, like we're we're in a culture now where we're, we're not really helped by by what's popular on social media it doesn't help us and i fully am willing to admit that i i engage many of those videos they make me laugh but i do understand that uh on the and on its face it's more sinister than a lot of people give it credit for and songs like this being pushed by music labels not realizing that they're also kind of contributing yeah. to that divide like why sucks. why be surprised when young men are finally 
pushing back after their entire lives they've been told that they are wastes of space yeah. and they are they are essentially nature's mistake i mean like this started before this recent i mean even in my generation i've said this before it's like like when i was growing up the we, we were our generation worked overtime to make sure that girls my, you know that were my age at that time understood like look you can be the president one day you can be a ceo you can do anything you want in your life you don't have to just get married and have kids that was on full full effect already at that time but they didn't really explain to this generation of boys like what are you going to do now that i think that what the that message should have been is if you're exceptional you can do these yeah. things if you're not you can't <laughs> and that's okay. And that applies to everyone. And that applies okay. to men and women. Exceptional women can be CEO girl bosses, but that's the point. It's the exception, not the rule. Mary, I would love to have a podcast the size of Joe Rogan. Unfortunately, <laughs> I am not Joe Rogan, nor will I ever be. I'm okay with that. I'm I've, not the president, nor will I ever be. Most only because people, you don't want to. You don't want to run, though, right? Most that's people, what. yeah, that's yeah. But most people aren't capable of doing great things period <laughs> so and that's and that's okay we don't all fine. need to be exceptional that's fine i am completely fine with being mediocre i'm fine <laughs> with that let's go to super chats okay sir ranko productions said lana del rey very famously put a hex on trump mary did she Mary's i thought pissed. that was marianne williamson mary is pissed now didn't marianne williamson say that I have to look it up. Well, I know I, I thought where Marianne Williamson did, but uh, did yeah, Lana? I don't know. Delray. Um, Potatoes for Seamus said Brett should dress up as Mocha for Halloween. Never gonna happen. Never gonna happen. You can't keep your tongue out of your mouth like that for a whole day. I already have like I bit through my tongue when I was a kid, oh, so damn. Yeah. Yep. Serenko Productions said this is I'm true. still a fan of her though. What says, it, what Lana it Del Rey reveals she used witchcraft against Trump. This Ooh. is in 2017. Well, apparently it did not work. Yeah. Confirms no. in a new interview that she instructed her fans to join a mass occult ritual against oh. President Donald Trump. Yeah, I did it. Why not? Look, I do a lot of shit, she says. <laughs> <laughs> I love that she doesn't even want to defend herself. It's, it says in February, the singer tweeted at the stroke of midnight, February 24th, ingredients can be found online. The dates refer to the timing and waning crescent moon, uh, which occult followers believe is a time to get oh. rid of stress and negative energy. And to them, Trump is stress and negative energy, I suppose. We have a waning crescent moon tonight, actually. Oof. All right. Um, I, I remember on, on Witch Talk, there were often trends of like hexing Donald Trump hexing different male politicians. Shane H. Wilder said, Mary stealing a psychic signs for the glory of God based, although you would think that the psychic would have seen it coming. Yeah. You would have thought so. We got a $20 one here from Gordon Shumway. It says, I saw the same equity meme, only the result of equity was there was no boxes. The short person couldn't see over. The medium person had their legs chopped off <laughs> at the knees, and the tall person was chopped in half. Equity. Yes. Yep. Now no one gets to see it. DC and C said, cringe of the day dude needs Jordan Peterson's book. Yeah, he needs to clean his room. Clean the room, up. bro. Let's, let's hold off on the rest and we'll come back after the fact. All right, what's going on with Drake? So Andrew Tate recently made a video denigrating all Canadian men, saying you cannot claim to be a man if you're from Canada. And Drake was <laughs> instantly very offended by this. I'm sorry, but this, this is the type him. of stuff, as awful as you may think 
uh, Andrew Tate is. I, I'm of no opinion, as we all know. This is the stuff he's hilarious at. Yeah. It's made These for internet videos, clipping. It's, it's really funny. Here's the video. Imagine being from Canada. By the way, we're going to get clipped on the music. I can already oh. tell. Imagine saying, I'm a man. From where? From Canada. What? <coughs> that doesn't go together. Who are you talking about? Wait, you're a man? <laughs> from Canada? Just doesn't Can't make be. sense. You know he gave um, two hundred thousand dollars to to Palestine for victims. No, I didn't. Of, yeah, I mean it makes sense, right? Like he's he's Muslim now. Yeah, right. So so Drake was pissed, and Drake is just getting it on all sides recently. Yeah. So Drake left like a shady comment. I don't really know what it means. He just said green light. Um, on that clip, he felt some type of way about that. He's been go mode lately. <laughs> Um, well, Drake and, is Drake is taking time off now to deal with gastrointestinal well, problems. He said so. He just he just put out a new album, yeah. right? But now he says he's out of the studio for at least a year because of gastrointestinal problems. He's not going to tour. I have no idea if that means he's going to tour. He's not going to record new albums. Him having stomach problems is very female coded. Like you can have them, but maybe don't admit it. Like say, like taking time off for something else yeah i gotta recollect and, and like rethink my vision that sounds better than i have gastrointestinal yeah <laughs> it just does yeah it just does say it's house arrest anything um also there was recently a clip of joe budden not biden uh denigrating drake's new album saying you know i've seen enough from drake he's trying to act like he's younger than he is um, Look, it's a he's got a he's making music for young people. Not I mean, for you could say fans. that you could say that about Taylor Swift. She makes music for 22 year olds when she's 33. Yeah, I guess like all artists have a demographic like that's fine. I don't know what Drake's demographic is. It's kind of just globalist music that you hear in commercials <laughs> no no so somebody's point out said like it's it's music for um for spotify it's sure. literally designed to be to what be music do you like spotify spotify what movies do you like netflix yeah it's that that's, but that's do you want to play the clip of him going off on drake or is it the in, I, in the tmz uh, article ooh, uh, can you resend it to me actually i don't think uh, i don't think i have that here right i just here. sent it to you okay. yeah we can we can and this this angered drake and he left an essay under the video uh, eviscerating Joe Budden for failing at his rap career. Can you resend it? I did, did, did not send. Oh, um, yeah. here. So there you go. Here. There we go. All right, yeah, let's watch the clip here. This one's really funny. His, I really like the couches that they're sitting on, by the way. We these, are, this these, is these are like, like $10,000 couches. This is like he rapping for the children. And that's my, yo, dog, I had to look up how old this nigga was when I finished listening to the album. Mm -hmm. You are 36. Your I want his locks hat, though. Days in 20 days, I Googled that, too. You will be 37 <laughs> years old. Get the fuck away from some of these younger <laughs> and stop fucking these 25-year-olds. Leonardo DiCaprio's like, I will not. I, I'm confused just because Drake is in his mid-30s dating women in their mid-20s. What's wrong with that? It's like, could be worse. He could be messaging Millie Bobby Brown when she's 14. Yeah, like, talk about that. Yeah. Don't talk about the 25-year-olds. Talk about the 14-year-old that he was texting. I'm listening to the album. He mentioned it. <laughs> Why are you still fucking the 25-year-olds? You're a 37-year-old billionaire. I get it that you appeal to the world. When's they coming? I get it that you appeal 
don't want to grow up. Part of that nah, is that. don't want to grow but up. But that's what I'm loving they about Cole. Like my shit is happening in reverse. Like with Cole, he used to rap about kid shit. I'm a grown ass, like real Jersey City. N I don't want to hear how you lost your fucking virginity. And then he started to grow up. Mm -hmm. And then the rapping sounded the rapping like an up. adult rapping. Mm -hmm. I want to hear adult Drake rapping for adult people. No. You're not gonna know that's my issue. Uh, but it doesn't matter because he's making money the way he's making money right now, right? So he does not need to actually change his style. But that's because like an artist like J. Cole might lean more heavily into the artistry of rap music, whereas Drake is more of a He's marketable. He's a marketable and he's a, he's a ma like he puts on large scale shows at large scale venues. Now a lot of these other artists do too, but they're just they're appealing to different demographics. That's not a I don't actually get what the problem is here. But it is funny that Drake's response Drake was is almost super sensitive. I think. Like in Drake's response was like he 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 did kind of like if we're gonna pretend like power dynamics matter, like Drake is he a went dude a little with, bit too Drake is the hard. one with all the power who like eviscerates this yeah, dude. So here's what he said. Yeah. You have failed at music. You left it behind to do what you're doing in this clip because this is what actually pays your bills. For any artist watching this, just remember you are watching a failure give their opinion on his idea of a recipe for success. A quitter give their opinion on how to achieve longevity. You switched careers because the things that pop into your brain had you broke, living check to check, and the raps you write had 450 men showing up to your shows in dusty NYC jeans to screw up their face to mood, mood music 29 <clears throat> and pretend you are the goat. Please, to any artist that's doing what they feel is right, don't let these opinions affect your mindset after the fact. This guy is the poster child of frustration and surrendering. <laughs> you retired and we never hung up your jersey. We don't even remember your number. We know you for doing this. You withdrew from rap, not because you accomplished all you need to. It's because it wasn't working for you. I never want anybody in the generations to think that the whole everybody's entitled to their opinion is a real thing. This is a man projecting his own self-hate and the fact I did and continue to do everything he wanted to do for himself. If you need it, <clears throat> If you need it put in simpler terms, I own a 767. He owns a modest house in the 973 Oof. and flies first class on special occasions. The special occasions part was hilarious. I'm sorry. Like, he, he got him. I don't but think I think that maybe Joe Budden was saying this because Drake gave a shout out to Kai Sinat, the uh, Twitch streamer. Yeah. That kind of seems like he's trying a little too hard to appeal to Gen Z, but what else is he supposed to do? It like if, if you go out of your way to appeal to older people, then you're called out of touch. Yeah. That you're not developing with the times. It's like he, it's, he's not kind of putting him in a place where he can't win, but he wins yeah. either way. So it doesn't really matter. And it's, I, but at the same time, it is funny that Drake would even respond yeah, because he like, doesn't need to. If you're so he's booked and busy, what, what are you doing in the Instagram comment section on a podcast? But that's what's great. Like, that's what's funny about it. Like, he doesn't need to <laughs> respond. Okay, and who else didn't need to respond? Azalea Banks. She uh, saw this clip and said, does Drake know his nose job and liposuction is not hip hop? Does Drake know that no one who actually understands hip hop, a culture born from oppressed, don't really care about his soft tooth colonized, confused mixed race facsimile attempts to exhibit the true authenticity of an actual MC? 
Does Drake know his desperate attempts to gangsterize Canadian street life is an all-encompassing failure in and of itself? I mean, I don't know if that's what she, I don't know if that's a fair characterization of what he's trying to do, but I would say calling anything that he's done a failure. And I that's just, as somebody who's not that, a fan of, of Drake, but calling him a failure is not okay. really applicable. Regardless of whether Azalea Banks takes our ever correct or incorrect she's just so like verbose and articulate you know like she's yeah. so good at articulating them in a way that makes it sound like she's right she also said can can hip-hop get any more trashy does birdman know how low iq tacky and how much of an effing loser he looks threatening joe budden via the internet he also I mean, they could, said, all, they uh, could all learn from that right that doing that like doing those types <laughs> of threats online always come off kind of cheesy yeah, and Corny. she also ended the statement saying, honestly, if Drake's mother was black, he'd probably not be so corny. White mom syndrome is very real. Then she took shots at Kanye. Yeah. Do you want to get into that? Like that, that clip that came out of Kanye calling Cardi B an industry plant really pissed off Azalea Banks as well. Uh, she said, just when you want to defend Kanye, he goes and does some shit that is just stupid, has no comedic or artistic value, and I cannot st stand to see a beep mf -er try and be a bully. Is Kanye mad at Cardi because he has 60 ghostwriters and none of them have topped Bodak Yellow? I mean, that's not, that's just not true. Um, <laughs> so she... I, I just I appreciate that she always inserts herself into drama and has a, an extremely articulated opinion about it when she's not involved. I, I also want to point out that one of the this, it kind of reminded me like Drake leaning into what he's doing makes sense because he got made fun of for the fact that he didn't he's grow up poor. He got made fun of for, for pretending like he grew up like Canadian st street start, life started from the bottom on Degrassi yeah like you he yeah. didn't have so so is he supposed to lean away from that to no Degrassi. he's like he's just he's turned into his own image of himself that's very very okay. um successful so I I told you that Juicy J was talking about um rap sales are down 40 yeah. percent this year we need to have a big meeting to talk about it and turn this industry around um do you think that's because all of the rap world is kind of enmeshed in drama right now, or is no. it TikTok's fault? Uh, I mean, like, I would what's... need no because I would need to look at the numbers. What is what does he mean? Does he is mean it Taylor like, Swift? Does he fault? mean does he mean album sales are down? Does he mean streams are down? Because I guarantee you, streams aren't down. People are streaming music more than they've ever streamed before. Now, if we're talking about the fact that perhaps they're making less money because as the industry changes over and more people choose to stream music rather than buy it. And yeah. so they're automatically, like, they already get so little of the, of the 99 cents or 149 that comes through per sale when you have a record label. But then you talk about how little they get in relation to streams, like what three cents a stream or something like that. Like I, I would need to look at what they mean by the numbers like that, but I would guess that all music genres are struggling right now, as long as they're connected to major labels, which take the brunt of the profit for this. But none of them want to break away and do the marketing themselves and do all of the, the legwork because it's an, look at how much work it is for Tom McDonald to release an album and a music video. Mm -hmm. It's an insane amount of work for one, ha one person to have to take on with just a small group of people. There's just a very big reward on the other end. So, they make their choice. They stick with the labels, and that sucks. But but someone as big as 
Drake doesn't feel the the consequences no, of those things. But there's only so there's only so many that are that big, and it ain't he's that a many machine. Artists. And, yeah. and there aren't that many artists that are actually um, like that. I do like watching um, like rap artists <laughs> fight with each other. It's it's just it's just funny because I I did grow up in the '90s when it was actually like what was going on with like the East Coast West Coast rap feud where people were actually dying and being shot. And now, and now it's just that Instagram. Stuff, that stuff still happens, but it just doesn't happen. In you know the mainstream is is obviously very very different from that, but like yeah, like now they're now people are arguing with each I other. I mean that kind of got replaced by unfortunately rappers dying of drug overdoses. Yeah. and that's instead Lil like Lil Peep. Yeah, a lot uh, of XXX Temptacion, Juice World, like that. That's what replaced. Yeah, and those, that's those sad types too. Of uh, Mac Miller. Mm-hmm. That's that's the sad fact of the matter. Is I like, guess that's more of the um, we become vehicles of our own destruction rather than Gen Z is fighting with their own demons. Well, we've <laughs> me and you have talked about that before because we we've talked about whether it's possible. Do you think that Gen Z is because we've talked about like Gen Z's drinking less than previous generations? I do think yeah. they're doing as many drugs as other generations because their drug of choice is weed. No, right? I, I think that the that you would look at the numbers and the, like we it's more like legally medicated or than any other prescription generation prescription yeah it's been uh, so they've been more legally medicated and I, I think when i see a lot of when i see a lot of videos of like these activists at these events and they're like they're throwing soup on a freaking on a on a painting like i see a lot of that stuff and i believe that they believe what they're they're pushing. I, be- I believe there's uh, someone in in a mental institution with schizophrenia mm-hmm. who's under a delusion you also believe that they believe no. what they're saying. No, but what I'm saying is I also <laughs> believe that a lot of it has to do with drug use and that uh, a lot of people mm. wouldn't do the things that they were doing if they weren't taking their uppers in the morning, their mood stabilizers in the afternoon, their downers when the anxiety kicks in. Um, and I understand how hard it is to get away from that as somebody who, like, that's not me being unsympathetic. I understand that one of the hardest things in the world to break away from is uh, a cyclical life full of uh, uh, prescription medications that get you through the day. Um, and unfortunately, it can also kind of push us into bad territory when we have, you know. Oh, I misspoke. Uh, XXX Tentacion got yeah, shot. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was wondering but about that. I was like, what was when you that said about? that, I was, was like, Was that huh? gang related? Yeah. Um, so, so like, but Mac Miller, remember, Mac but... Miller is the one that I think of when I think of, cause it's not just that it's actors too. Like there's actors that die of drug overdoses. Uh, the dude from the wire died of, of a, dr- yeah. of a fentanyl drug overdose. And that guy who, who sold him the Angus cloud also Angus cloud, Euphoria. like, like um... he all fentanyl, right? Like mm-hmm. that's the big problem. Right. So yeah. In a lot of ways, a lot of rap artists and a lot of actors, maybe it's just performers. In a lot of ways. Uh, I always make the joke, and I'm half kidding when I say it, but it's like like, actors are like, they they have to access a lot of emotion, so they have to be more naturally emotional people, I think, in a lot of ways, which is why perhaps they're all more leftist and and easily manipulated by political agendas. That's just my theory. I don't know whether that's true or not. I I can't prove (laughs) that. But, you know, so people who are, you know, more in their feelings, you know, cope. And I was Um, the same way. Before we close this segment, I need to give a tribute to Azalea Banks' best quote ever. Uh, I believe that when you are fat, everything you say or think is underlaid by the fact that you are fat. Any advice given or idea raised comes with the asterisk of obesity. 
signaling that you hate beauty and have made your body a monument to ugliness and are dying as a consequence. How do you feel about that? Based. Very based. That was based. Very based. She uh, has her moments, you know. Is not you're not you're like <laughs> as long as she's making fun of the fat people, you're fine. Yeah. With it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to super chats. King New Jersey said Michael Mann needs to bring back Miami Vice 2023. I wonder if like look, I love that movie. And it doesn't make a whole lot of sense when you watch it. And that's what I love about it is like they had to reshoot the ending because Jamie Foxx wouldn't go back to the Dominican Republic, the, the Dominican Republic, because there was like this incident with like they hired local gangs to run security for them. Because what? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, speaking of which, Corn Pop said, seriously, Tim, you need security. I'm an expert. Uh, we have security. We're good on that. We Thank you, Corn Pop. Thank you. Carnell said, sending a super chat just to hear Mary say, okay, I'm not going to say that again. Carry on. But Sorry, we you, do. Ha you had the, the moment. Uh, we don't need to relive it. <laughs> okay, I see. Also, we're very close to a second crisis party. Let's go. Courier626 said, for Mary's petty vandalism fund. Exactly. If you guys I want wasn't to vandalizing the signs. I was just removing them. If, if you guys want to support Mary when she gets arrested and we need to bail her out for stealing the psychic signs. Just picture me in the middle of the night. You're already wearing you're already wearing prison stripes. Yeah. So when you get arrested, we're going to need bail money to get you out of prison. So uh, a, a I'll second be crisis fine. party, a second crisis party would help with that. Nathan Koss said, I'm so happy Biden got elected and everyone went back to being sane just like they promised. Yep, that's exactly what it's The adults like. are in the room. Very um, true. Woden Shot said, Mary Sticky Finger Morgan's Bail Fund. <laughs> that, I imagine that if you were a, a gangster in the 1930s, that would be your name. Mary okay. Sticker fi Sticky Fingers Morgan. If I were a, an Italian mobster or Let's something. do one more and then we'll move on. Shane H. Wilder said, A24 is full of heart. I watched Hereditary and A24 is full of something, but heart was not it. There you go. Yeah, that movie is demonic. My favorite is the the people that like make fun of the people with A24 tattoos. They they get A24 tattoos. Oh yeah, there's people with A24 tattoos. Why? Couldn't tell you. Wait, what? It's a thing. Is that better or worse than Marvel tattoos? Um... They're equally as bad. It's like horrifying That's, that people would do that. I, th I think they're technically equally as bad. I think most tattoos are, are regrettable. Not a, not which a fan. is why I will never get one. There you go. Except for you said you'd get a lip tattoo if, if Yeah, possible. but I mean, no one can see that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Do uh, you want to do Britney Spears? Let's do Britney I mean, Spears. We've got time. We got time. Let's do Britney Spears. Okay. Tells you, this video is yeah. crazy. Yes. There is a conspiracy theory that Britney Spears is actually not the person dancing in all of her Instagram videos. This is a deep fake clone who has replaced her. And she is God knows where. I I don't know. Do you believe it? Uh, there is some funnier still is that she appears in a new video with like a, a, a cut on her finger with like a, a bandage on her finger. Yeah, the bandage on her finger in that video. I'm starting to think she's just Trolling. trying to troll people and get them riled up. That's funny. I like it. So at least she's still got like some some self-awareness. Let's watch this left. video here where they, they break yeah, it this down. This is theoretically like the, the proof that yeah. she's being deep faked. I can already hear this music getting me demonetized we'll see. too. We'll see. 
That is pretty good. with the low quality video too maybe yeah. that's what maybe that's why she doesn't get a new phone yeah maybe maybe that's why the, she's like she keeps resolution her hides she's the... on her iphone 4 because she needs to make sure <laughs> that that the that they can make the deep face. with a filter of britney you can see it switching it's very quick and easy to miss but i can't believe i just caught that watch very quick and easy to miss. Here's the thing. If you're high, I bet you... Uh, whoever found this out was high as hell. Like, they were. <laughs> I mean, Britney but, is. That... Ain't no denying. That is that. weird, though, right? It's this definitely not Brittany. the same. It hasn't been Britney. What do you think? Do you think it's not her? Maybe in some of the videos it's her and some it's not. You also pulled up one that said she was deep faked into her own wedding. <laughs> Which is like another level of insanity. Is that Britney? She has, uh, she has reached a whole new cult status for different things. It's crazy. Here, let's watch this one. You can clearly see in the clips of Britney supposedly at the altar. Love Britney's voiced head over by is a completely well. different color. The choker served as a visual marker, helping the AI to understand where the body doubles head ends and the neck begins. I mean, to be fair, his face is the same shade of like greenish yellow yeah so it's the lighting it, was off this guy is not but all of the shots from the wedding video are either really low quality or from really far away Brittany even said in one of her instagram captions that she wasn't sure she was present at her wedding <laughs> what does that and even mean? i completely believe it because there is no reason that britney spears's on head and body should be so different in color either her makeup artist was just absolutely horrible or that is not britney at her wedding it was a body double and they used and they just got all these people to be in on the in on the joke with okay. them <laughs> here's her actual quote uh from november 2022 wow i got married this year not sure I was honestly that present because I haven't had real consciousness in three years. There was a lot of talking and speaking at the party. Not for me, unfortunately, because when you can't breathe, your body can't relax enough to speak. Um, she clarified that she can breathe clearly now. Didn't elaborate on the circumstances. Why would they fake it, though? That, that, in the, in the so, chat, <laughs> Captain K0236... Is she trying to drop hints? Like... Oh yeah, I wasn't really present in my consciousness. I, I do have to ask wedding. the question is like, why would she fake it? Like what, what would be the point? Uh, did she did she pass away years ago and this is just some crazy scheme to keep well, all of her money going? One of the biggest conspiracy theories related to Hollywood other than illegitimate children is that most celebrities have been basically groomed since birth and cloned and they are like they plan to ritualistically murder them and replace them with clones they were talking about this with avril lavigne right that she was one of them um who are the other ones do you think this is possible i mean 
maybe but it's also but it's also a conspiracy that maybe when the world is they, a lot darker than we realize then you know? they also say the same thing when they say that they they've died but they're not really dead like tupac has been alive on an island oh yeah that's another one like it's um oj simpson is chloe kardashian's dad I that, love a lot of people believe that one wait why do they say that they like pull up comparison photos like she doesn't look like her her sisters as much she kind of looks like she could be related to oj like i don't know what like if this is her the the video is kind of crazy though and I, but i do wonder like how that person even noticed it right but it is i mean i'm i'm not gonna call that person crazy because that that switch did happen in the video you can yeah. see it happen yeah hold on i'm just putting it back on the screen is i'm not gonna like totally write it off maybe some of her social media content is outsourced to someone else that is crazy. she does have a team she has admitted that she has an entire team of employees to do whatever for her um, I mean, also, fans I mean, speculated that the singer is AI generated. One commented that is clearly someone else. I'm not even a Britney fan. Um, another said that Britney appears distressed no in her videos, saying her voice is shaking. She keeps swaying. She's nervous. Body language shows she is not comfortable emotionally or bodily. The hairline kind also, of the hairline kind of changes there's where a, the where the blot where the where the dark roots are. There's another video. Uh, called Britney Spears reflection issues, saying that she is in front of a mirror and you can't see her reflection. She's a vampire. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. She's a she's a vampire. So fans again commented that she might be an image constructed by AI. But also, like like somebody pointed out, like filters. This could be just like how oh. how a filter on the video reacts to her hands going in front of another. Her popular conspiracy theory um is that jean benet ramsey the child murder victim never existed and that she herself was a an experiment yeah. of early developments of ai and at the root of that conspiracy theory is that um the government has been hiding the advancements of ai from the public and they're slowly mm. rolling it out so that we can be accustomed to it Right. That's kind of like, like that. That's the case for a lot of different technologies. Like people believe that the government is hiding the advancements of technology from the public, or they hiding do. They do. medical cures and medical treatments from well, the public. I don't public. know about the medical cures, but they absolutely like there are people who technology. believe that the cure for cancer exists and that the government is hiding it to profit the pharma industry. That's absolutely, probably true. Who knows? Yeah. Okay, like <laughs> that's why I'm saying like yeah. let's not write it off completely. People believe that AI has been extremely advanced for much longer than any of us have been told. Yeah. And that it was so advanced at the time that JonBenet Ramsey became headline news that she was not a real girl. She was used as a test case to see how convincing an AI constructed face could be. Yeah. And there was there were some fishy details about it. I don't I don't know a lot about it, but there were some, some, you know, missing records about her, like her death certificate, um, some weird stuff about like the industries that her father worked in. Yeah. 
the, the I, somebody pointing out like they could it could just be low quality video artifacting so like, this is the yeah. the price you pay f when your videos are still in 144p and when you run through nine filters iphone video or, editing apps or, 12 times or maybe filters. it's that it actually is fake and they purposely do it on a bad camera so that the artifacting is a natural byproduct of it to keep you looking at it well have you seen when someone um it's so funny how face filters have become like so normal like it it first rolled out on snapchat there was like the dog filter yeah and we were all just feeding our our facial recognition i mean this happened last year with all the ai everyone data in two years ago and everyone was having the ai photos of themselves yeah, made like, and posting them as their we're all just willingly selling our data and our appearances to companies to use for whatever software research they want but it developed from snapchat and now it's totally ubiquitous on on instagram so maybe the like if you've seen a video where someone's face filter is glitching on and off yeah it could be that britney has a face filter that she keeps on all of her videos because maybe she's self-conscious about her wrinkles or whatever and she has a face filter that was glitching when she did that i do laugh because there are like i have friends like i know people that use filters like on their face for all of them they don't need to like they're they're it's usually to me it looks worse and it's extremely obvious when someone's using it like the the people that i know that that do that i'm like like, like you're like, not tricking like anybody you're, well it's not about tricking i'm like you're beautiful like you're already beautiful there's no reason for you to do that you're you know you're already a good looking person <laughs> someone said holy crap this turned into Infowars starring mary I'm just going like full conspiracy mode. She's like, I went to a psychic and the psychic told me that Britney Spears was not real. I don't know if I believe any of the theories that I'm saying, but like, I don't believe in the paradigm of calling conspiracy theories conspiracy theories in the first place because that term in and of itself is, is used to discredit any narrative that's not fed to you by the media and the government. Yeah. So, yeah, like any of this could be true. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm not at liberty to say. I don't know. I, I guess uh, I could see it being one of those things where it's it's done. To, like again, if I was to imagine it was real, the low rent version of it is like they're doing it so that she can keep. I guess no, because even if she died, even if she was dead, she'd still be making money. Thank you. Thank you. She's still profitable, well, even if. Where I mean, where is her money supposed to go after she dies? Kids, estate. I don't know, because her kids aren't. Her kids don't talk to her anymore. They're still probably going to get the they money. They seem to not want to do like anything to do with. She's going to give it to like yappy dog charities and and knife companies. Yappy That's what, dog charities. Yappy dog charities and 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 prop knife companies. That's who she's going to give her sixty million dollar net worth to. That it's not and that much. Uh, or maybe she'll give it to maybe she'll give it to her sister. Maybe like that'll. Be, I I really think that it is unethical to use somebody's face and image and persona to make money off of them after their death like the hologram concerts of michael jackson and elvis and yeah all of these pop stars the the tupac they one was never, very big they could have never happened. predicted that this technology would be so accessible now yeah and it's i don't think that more... they would have consented to being used that way if they were warned about it beforehand i think it's really wrong it's also going to happen more and more frequently now that the metaverse is a thing. Yeah. There was the there was the notorious there was the Biggie concert in the metaverse. You can now people have, are like, what the hell's going on here? You can now have VR <laughs> meetings with your coworkers that supposedly present to you a photorealistic 
image and look of at that the, person. Look, or look at the Flash. Look at the stuff that happened in the Flash. Like the with yeah. all the actors that appeared in there that definitely did not, you know, Christopher Reeves did not show up for that because mm-hmm. he's been dead for a long time. That so. just seems wrong to me. Yeah. I don't, I don't really agree with that. All right. Let's go to Super Chat, shall we? Yes. Um, Wodenshot said, those stripes look good on you, Mary. Gibbs me that. Gibbs me that? Okay. DC and C said, wasn't even the real Degrassi? That is true. What do you mean? Uh, it was, uh, I don't know, it was like a, it was like a spinoff of Degrassi. Oh. Deva- Degrassi, the next something. The next generation. The next yeah, something yeah. Like yeah. That. Like, I, I never watched Degrassi. I watched... That um, episode where Drake gets shot is essentially like a PSA about yeah. about like white incel terrorism. I know that they did um One Tree Hill did their own school shooter <laughs> episode. Yikes. Like it was it was a thing at that time that they had I mean it was it was in the news, right? So it was very very relevant to the culture. <laughs> I mean it's sadly unfortunately it's still relevant to the culture, but yeah. Yeah. Shane H. Wilder said, A24 tats are worse. They show that you are stupid, but think you're smart. Not so a fan of tattoos myself, but I know someone with the sacred heart over his own heart, which is kind of base. Um, yeah, there's there's something to be said, right? Where like the guy who gets the Marvel tattoos, like, look, I've succumbed. I am the consumer. I am the board. I am I am here to consume. And then consume. the A24 tat guy is like, I'm different. I'm not but like also, other but, but also, here's the thing. What if you're like a lifelong Marvel Comics fan? And now you have to like. Maybe you got it before Marvel went woke. And you have to then you like. You have to get it removed. I got. I had it before it was cool. I had it before it was cool. Like this is pre Robert Downey Jr. getting hired for Iron Man. I love. I just. I love Marvel. That's. That's. I feel bad for that guy. I yeah. feel bad for that guy. Wodenshot said Mary is one lit sign away from being a Timcast topic. Uh, meaning like stealing the signs. What? Like if I got arrested. That would be, uh, would they talk about that on air? I don't even think that it's illegal to remove signs. Like, I don't think you're allowed to. I guess that would pres- like presuppose that it was, le- it was illegal for them to put the sign up. Technically it is, but technically also nobody it's a, cares. It's a gray area. Yeah. Geeky James 62 <clears throat> said uh, that, that MF. Brittany. That, is it Brett or Brittany is not real? I'm Prove me wrong. Br- I'm guessing uh, Geeky James means Brittany is not real. Um, I'm very clearly real. I, there's no filters over my face. Just like, it's like. We swear we're yeah. not AI. I'm not. I'm not. What if we were this whole time? That would be. be We've hoodwinked all of it. And also the, the chat, it's really funny. Decided to let us know this is his third super chat. So thank you for oh, that. Okay. All right, guys, before we go, would you hit the like button on this video? Would you subscribe to this channel if you have not subscribed already? Like I said, we are on our way to 75,000 subscribers. So thank you very much for that. Mary. Oh, we got one more super chat here. Uh, Has it come through over there yet? No, it hasn't. Um, Okay, we'll just do your outro and then we'll. Oh, hey, guys. Hey, guys. Guess what? I didn't forget about the poll. I'm going to end the poll right now. Oh, okay. Sorry, guys. So whoever said that I wasn't going to end it loses. I, I almost forgot. I yes, am, I, I did not forget. It. I did not forget. Let's see. What does it say? Uh, 58% said that I would forget. Sorry, guys. You are wrong today. I did, in fact, remember to end the poll. So I win. I wouldn't have reminded nope. you. Nope. Um, by the way, guys, we are at 9,968 followers on Instagram. Nope. We need to get to 10K. Um, 
what like don't you get like privileges on instagram if you get to 10k oh uh, like it used to be like you can swipe up for youtube links or something like that sucks that you can't do that anymore i don't know i don't think you can do that anymore. oh is this the lex friedman super chat dcnc <laughs> said you guys see lex friedman interview zuckerberg inside the metaverse that shit was so slow yeah well you know what do you expect uh yeah that sounds incredibly boring <laughs> like hey i wouldn't i wouldn't like to just be bored by lex friedman on, <laughs> how long is it like three hours yes I think, ah! I think it was. like I, I don't want to be like, bored bro by... you're not joe rogan stop <laughs> trying i don't want to be bored by lex friedman you're not tucker carlson either i don't want to be bored by lex friedman in the real world i want to be bored by lex friedman in the digital world <laughs> okay um, uh we got two Shane more H. wilder said it was probably just artifacting due to compression on social media i see it every time i post vids to twitter they get compressed to ish well i i'm gonna go ahead and say that that's not what it is because it's more fun to think that she's been replaced yeah <laughs> it's more it's the most more, entertaining yeah possibilities the likeliest uh um, and one more here from derp space nine you see that one? No. Okay. It says, Brett remembering the poll is like a day without Taylor Swift. So rare that it is noticed. Hey, there was no mention of her today until you brought it up. There so was. It's, was there? there yeah, was. but it wasn't a topic. We didn't talk about it extensively. <laughs> we just have to. She's like Voldemort. Yes. She that will not be named. We, we didn't do any on Wednesday or Thursday last week. There was no topics on Taylor Swift today. If you guys don't want us to talk about Taylor We've Swift, been stop so bringing merciful. her up. We've so merciful. Yeah, stop bringing her up. Okay. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. It's your fault. There's also one here from Olivia. She says, justice for Mocha. That is all. No justice will be had for Mocha today, ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, because I did not put a poll up that would allow you to vote on whether Mocha was derpy or not. Tomorrow? Maybe, maybe. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see about it, but uh, sorry, guys. Sorry, no, no justice for Mocha today. You will not be granted such a thing. Mary, where can they find you? <laughs> You can send me validation on Instagram at Mary Archived, or you can send me hate on X. That is also Mary Archived. Perfect. All right. If you guys want to follow me, you can follow me on X and Instagram at Brett Dasovic on both of those platforms. This show, Pop Culture Crisis, is here Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. If you would like to listen to the audio version of this podcast, we are on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, and Spotify. If you want to follow the show on social media, we are on Twix at Pop Culture underscore show, Facebook and TikTok at Pop Culture Crisis, Instagram at Pop Culture Crisis Pod. Thank you so much for joining us here today, guys. We'll be back with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then. Bye. Later.